If it's leaders, it'll give you a site here with a claim. Like eight, eight, four, fifteen, and three. Okay, well done, gents. Uh, a look there at the valley today, Mark. I might just stay with you for your best and value on the day. Yeah, my best is race one, number one, Castilian, and my value race nine, number eight, Mark of the Man. Beautiful. What are you, Dean? What are you keenest on today? Uh, I'm going to go with Uncle Bryn, race eight, number five, and uh, I, in the last, I thought Unusual Culture was a, uh, a good chance, and the value for me is amenable, race three, number eight. So race eight, number five, and race three, number eight for me. Have you done the form for anywhere else, Dean? Uh, I like Morpherville, Aspen, Colorado, race five, number nine. Uh, he was in uh, at a few places the last few days and uh, elected to run him here. I think uh, they found the right race, race five, number nine, Aspen, Colorado. Okay, what about you, Mark, away from the Valley? Mildura are racing today? Yeah, we've got a pretty average meeting up there, Richard. Well, so not as uh, bullish as I may be, but I'll go race five, number one, Media Empire, I thought was ready to win. Okay, before we let you both go, the text line is open this morning and you've, you've, you've both received a text. I'll, I'll go to you firstly, Mark. Um, ask Mark about the Bulldogs' chances tonight in Perth. That's, that's um, Camaray Lambo, whoever that is. It's raining here. It's actually quite the weather. I'm in Perth. It's quite, there's a bit ordinary here, but I, I think the Bulldogs will win tonight. Yeah. Okay, by how many? One will do. Doesn't matter. Say, uh, <laughs> 13. Okay, very good. And, uh, and Dean, the text that's come through for you, is it your birthday today? Well, it's my birthday, but uh, our man in Perth keeping very quiet because it's also his birthday no. as well. It is. Happy birthday. Oh, how good is this? Happy birthday, gents. Oh, Thank you. Fancy, fancy that. <laughs> yeah, just, well, D Dan has just uh, said to wish you happy birthday, Dean, but Mark to you as well. Happy birthday, guys. Any, any grand plan, apart from your footy team winning, Mark, I suppose, anything, anything happening? No, I wander over and uh, watch a bit of the Geelong Collingwood game at the casino and then make my way over for the game. And I'm lucky enough to be catching the 1.45am flight home. So that should be fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, good. And what about you, Dean? Any, uh, any grand plans? Uh, just chill? working through the day, uh, yeah. Richard, uh, on radio. And, uh, yeah, an easy night tonight watching a bit of footy. Happy birthday partner. to you both. And we'll do it again next Saturday morning. Thank you. Thank thank you. Richard. Good on you, boys. Well done. Um, Dean Lester, Mark Hunter, the birthday boys on... Um, on this 3rd uh, of September. Spring is here. You wouldn't know it around Sydney at the moment. But anyway, we just keep an eye on how, these, um, uh, how this track is going. We're down to a soft seven in Sydney. Behind the gates will be opening up shortly. Um, we'll have that bet up on the tab app. Uh, we're looking for four weeks in a row. Oh, gee, I don't know today. I really don't. I've gone with Mars Crusader for my horse. I hope. We just has to run top four. And uh, he's still in there at the moment. When I say still, he's not totally adept on wet going, Mars Crusader. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm with him, Michael Wayne and John Hawks. If you're listening, Michael, just give us something. Flick us a text. Tell me I'm on the right track. Open up the text uh, line here, 0419 So 0419 Any questions for Darren Flindell? It's your chance to uh, fire something in our race caller. Brad Davidson. Davidson's on the big stage when he's not Fishing with Ben Way and Hurls. Oh, Hurls has gone with a horse in the Chelmsford. We'll touch on that in a little while. Short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it's Michael Charge with the Doom and Preview. We keep Chargey very busy here around Sky Racing. A break and back with more. Victor Lodora, new to Dali. An undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Lodora. 
A Group 1 victor at 2 and 3 by Shamadel. New to Dali in 2022. Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. For all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. I reckon the best bit about running your own trades business is the late nights doing paperwork. You know who said that? No one, because no one likes f***ing paperwork. That's why I got Fergus to take care of it. Quoting, invoicing, job cards, scheduling, all that. Fergus sorts it. Thanks. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. Racing HQ brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Racing HQ for this uh, Saturday of racing. And uh, away we go uh, right around the place. And it's lovely to have you with us. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner in the Caulfield Guineas who could potentially become a $10 million sire? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the Racing League. The horse is called Lethal Thoughts. He's trained by Kieran Ma and is a $14 chance to win the Guineas. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern, own your share of Lethal Thoughts and have a potential stallion prospect. Own your share of Lethal Thoughts for just $260 and then $20 a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net forward slash hustlers today. AFSL license 223671. At 25 minutes to 10, it's time for the Brisbane preview. They are racing in Derman today. Already seen a bit of social media from a man as he cruised in through the clouds to land in Brisbane. Michael Charge, good morning to you, Chargey. Oh, Richard Haynes, I was all set to give you plenty of stick about how bad the Seagulls are going this morning, but uh, I'm not going to say anything after last night. Well, you, you haven't had to worry for the last five weeks, unfortunately. No, I know. Because it's know. just, um, yeah, what do you what do? You, do? Um, you want everything to run smoothly all year? It clearly uh, didn't. And uh, no. anyway, well... Um, for old mums, I hope he turns up at work today. No, he was a, he was a bit subdued this morning. Yeah. He's a little, a little. But you know what? It's it, it's a carbon copy next week. And it's next week that actually matters. Yeah, we'll bounce back next week. But we can sell Gus Bunny supporters. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, looking forward to today, Richard. More importantly, uh, I'll take a loss last night for plenty of winners today. Let's get stuck in nine races for you to take a look at. Here we start with the first, of course, at twelve to midday. Three-year-old benchmark seventy over the mile. Number two, Lammer. $1.75 favourite. Executive stress at $5. So is Money Man. What are you thinking in the first here, Michael? 
Yeah, hard to go away from the shorty here, Richard. Two four one three on with the two lemma. Uh, very impressive at the Gold Coast last start. Just uh, a little slow away, but once he mustered through, got to the corner, he was full of running, and uh, he got across the heavy nine conditions, no problems at all. Now it's definitely not heavy here today. They didn't get as much rain as they thought in Brisbane. I was watching the radar all night. I didn't sleep, but um, yeah, only the ten mils. They've had drizzle this morning, so we're on a soft six. It may just be bordering towards the seven, but. Uh, uh, we're okay. So I think Lammer will swim through it anyway. Two on top, Lammer, Ryan Maloney for Casey Fogden. Over the four, which is a money man. Uh, interesting runner, son of capitalist. He's had the three career starts. He looks to be building. So up to the uh, 16.30, they obviously think he can stay a bit. The one altar boy, I know him well. He was up in Townsville, up in North Queensland. And he's been racing um, very Dow this time in. So interestingly, they've uh, they've gone for the mile here. It's, it's not a big field. So he's a definite threat altar boy. And the three executive stress, another one we know from central Queensland, put a couple of nice wins together. Just didn't quite ping the 13.50 at Durban here last start. But just thinking out of the track will help today for sure, but two, four, one, three, race one. Another short price favourite in race two at Doombin, three-year-olds benchmark 72,050. Number one, steady ready is at $1.60. Number two, uh, number three, Flaming Conquest, four sixty, And number uh, five, Kobe Ladd, a $6.50 chance. All others in double figures, steady ready, $1.60 here, Michael. Well, you know, I'm not a shorts man, but... Um Legs like mine, you can't be. But um, I, I've got to take the shorty here again, unfortunately. On one, three, five, and two, the one steady, ready, uh, trained by the Sears up at Toowoomba, Ryan Maloney, gate one. I just re looked at the replay of its debut run at Doom, and gee, it was outstanding. It drew away, it was so convincing. Then ran into a smart one in XO Lady. Uh, has had a freshen up or a good little spell and resumes. No public trials to go off, but smart stable should be winning. One steady, ready. Over the three, Flaming Conquest from the uh, David Murphy stable. Uh, it was a good win at Eagle Farm last start. Led them up and just kept going. So might have some company there today. Looks to be a lot of speed here. Five, Kobe Ladd could be the one that might stalk the speed. Good uh, win in maiden grade at the Gold Coast last start. Just needs to step up a little bit, but down in the weights. And the two, sale was secret for Kelly Sweeter. Just keeping this a little safe first up. Uh, didn't set the world on fire in a trial, but oh, I think that was by... Uh, no accident. I think they uh, deliberately did that. This horse has, has been good on a soft track before too, so um, another one that will be there. One, three, five and two. Favourites to the four early. Race three. Weddings at Tattersall's. Benchmark 78. 1100 metres or 1110 metres. Number seven, Caribbean Kings 340 favourite. Number eight, Fetch at 440. Number one, Ice in Vancouver, $5 and $6 about number three, Proper Rogue. Uh, number two, Kavak and eight, uh, an $8.50 chance chance for race three michael at Dooman today yeah fetch is the one for me uh Hainsey on eight seven one and eleven eight fetch ben thompson rides for Stephen o'day and matt hoisted they're uh, they're in good form the stable gate one 54 and a half kilos and i'll uh, just go back to that really good win here at Doomben three back over a thousand and fifty was so strong on the line and a good win at eagle farm last start uh, just took the sit and i think today they will uh, let a few of these burn nice in vancouver and the lights go quick so I think that sets up for something to uh, to stalk and launch over the top, and he's one on the soft, so or she's one on the soft. Eight fetch on top over the seven, which is Caribbean King. 
Uh, good win at the Sunshine Coast too. But it just seems to strike a little bit of bad luck generally, this horse. But uh, with luck, it's got to be a threat. Brody Loy riding from a good gate for Stewie Kendrick. Uh, the one ice in Vancouver has the speed, as we know, for Cody Morgan. Just uh, should burn. But I'm just worried it might have a little bit of company there today. But it's 1-3 on the soft. And the 11, uh, Cheetah Music, I just thought might be a little watch here first up. A horse that... Uh, has only had a few runs up this way and uh, trained by Greg Hickman at Warwick Farm and could be a, uh, a little bit of a spiky. 8 7 one, 11, race 3. Race 4 Dooman today will be a benchmark 85 over the 1,050 where the $2.30 favourite is number 3 Osamu. 3.60 about number 9 B Water My Friend and number 10 Never Paid is at $5. $7.50 about super rare tab number 5 for race 4 uh, here, Chargy. I'm with Kelly Schweder here. Um, Richard, I'm 10, 3, 6 and 5. The 10 never paid. Kyle Wilson, Taylor in the saddle. He takes um kilo and a half off. And I just thought this son of better than ready might be sharp enough here over the uh, 1,050s. We had the Gold Coast over 900, three back was outstanding. Um, he just petered out a little bit at Ipswich late last start. So I just thought if he could find the front, he'll be there with... Uh, Asamu, and I, I just think if they get the right runs, uh, which they should, and they don't burn each other up, Never Paid might be uh, might be the one that's sharpest at the end. So 10 on top, Never Paid. Over the three, Asamu, who was good winning first up at Eagle Farm. Probably just a little bit of second up syndrome uh, last start. So definitely finding the front here is um, an advantage for Asamu. It has to lead, I think. Uh, the six, which is Del Toro from the Chris Lee stable at uh, the Gold Coast. Good run first up at the Sunshine Coast. Could be an improver. And the five, which is Suprare uh, from the Stewie Kendrick stables. Had the three runs back and um, has been going okay. Ten, three, six, and five. Race four. I'm just going to break into your preview here, Charge. If you don't, uh, if you just don't mind, um, Ramwick's down to a heavy eight now. Uh, Ramwick's <coughs> a heavy eight, and um, we, we have a late scratching race two, number ten, Spring Break, an important one in race five, number two, Mass Crusader, has come out at around about nine thirty. I, I don't know whether it's too late to rearrange the old behind the gates multi, but I've I've thrown a spanner in the works there because he was my horse, Charge, but he's not going to be there. And I wonder whether it's too late to get the, that up and going again. And Hawkesbury race eight, number 16, Salsonic is out due to attract downgrade. So there's going to be a bit of that. But uh, let's get back to the, the Dooman preview. Apologies there, Chargy, but some high-profile late scratchings. Race five at Dooman, class three set weights over the mile. And uh, top of the market is tab number nine, gold deal there at 350. Yeah, I'm one, nine, three, and eight. I'm with the one, uh, Kuda Tamir, I think they pronounce it. Uh, Tony Gollan trains at Eagle Farm, Ryan Miney, good gate. I know he's got the 59 kilos, but he just brings superior form to most of these. And he's second up. His second up stats aren't outstanding, but oh, I just think he's so well placed. He loves the sting out of the track, an, an ex-Victorian who, uh, if he bought anywhere near his A game, I think he'd win this and win this convincingly. So, uh, first up run, 13.50, just a little sharp for him, but his best part of his work was a last 50, 100 metres. So I think today um, he'll be right there with him, Kuda Tamir. So on with him, one on top, Kuda Tamir, over the nine gold deal from the Sears stable. Good run first up at uh, Ipswich. Just had a little bit of tough uh, running transit. But a mare that's shown ability in the past, Angela Jones takes the three kilos off on the inside. Then I've got the three, which is Jack the Lad, who uh, was good here two starts back over the 1650. And... Probably uh, just had to go too far back last time. And the eight, which 
is um, a red wave. Uh, another one from the steer stable who's second up, but uh, did show some ability last time in as a three-year-old. So one, nine, three and eight, race five. Let's go to race number six on the day here. Doom and preview with Michael Charge. First leg of the quaddy, and we have a benchmark 80, 2030s for the for the Tattersall's life members here. Number one, the Ritz at 380. Number 10, Ottera at 390. And then $5 about number eight, Zasebus here for race six. Some value for you here, Hainsy. I'm seven, eight, four, and six. And with the seven, Blacklog from the uh, Morrissey Stable at the Gold Coast. Had a good record uh, with their horses, particularly at Metros. And Sean Cormack does the riding. I thought the uh, the run was really good last start with the apprentice on board. Just got checked at a vital stage behind uh, then did it. And I think today the senior on is a key lead. Wet track stats are very good. And I just thought it was a perfect race for him, the uh, 2030. So I'm going the each way shop seven black log over the eight, which is uh, Zarcebus, who uh, was good winning at Durban two starts back. Probably um, just a bit grinding run last start over the 2200 metres. So maybe the query's back to the 2030, but uh, has won three on a soft. The four, which is Shubai, I know him well. He's... Uh, an ex-Rocky horse with Ricky Vale now with the Holbrook team out of Eagle Farm, and he likes to roll this horse. If he can't lead and lead well, um, well, you can nearly tear your ticket up. But, uh, look, he'll roll along. I think it'll be hard to run down. And the six uh, then did it, who was good winning at Eagle Farm last start. And uh, form prior is there's no knock at all either. So seven, eight, four, and six, race six. Race seven is a class six over the mile of the 1630 metres. Number five, Jakama at $2.90 favourite. Number three, Aussie Nugget is at $4. And number four, number four Jetty is a $4.40 chance. Number two, Slow Hands at $6. Bigger rods the others. Number five, Jakama, charge your favourite for race seven. Yeah, a little catch race, I thought, here, uh, Richard. I'm 5, 3, 2, and 8. I'm with the 5, Jakama. I didn't see a lot of speed in this race. Um, a little bit of speed's come out of it, and I just thought Jakama might be the one getting a nice run uh, just behind the leaders. Uh, from gate one with Samantha Collin on board. Blinkers are off. Johnny Dan, a good trainer at Toowoomba, and Durban form's been very solid. Only just missed out here. Two starts back over the 13.50, and uh, I just think if he can roll handy to them, the son of Collate on the soft track, he's going to be hard to beat Jakama. So five on top. Three Aussie Nugget, as at the two runs back, he'll be a lot better for those. Gets a claim for Angela Jones. Has to be a threat, but this is one of those get-back-and-run-on horses. Two slow hands. Uh, yeah, he'll be dancing with the rain around, for sure. Third up, he's fitter and trained by Kelly Sweeter, respecting. And the eight, uh, which is uh, Spanish Point from the Chris Lee stable. I just thought maybe a bit disappointing more Wallenbar Cup, but... Um, yeah, best form's okay. Five, three, two, eight, race seven. Race eight, the feature, the listed Sky Racing Tattersall's members cut. 1350 metres the journey. Number five, Sir Rocket at 320. Number six, Snippy Fox. Joe Pride spoke about her in good terms this morning as they're at $4. Number seven, Bonaparte, a $7 chance. Number three, Hasbro at $7.50. But number five, Sir Rocket at 320, favourite for the feature, Chargy. Well, I'm sticking with my bunnies, man. Joe Pride, uh, Snippy Fox. I'm very keen about her. I'm um, uh, six, five, three, and nine. Six Snippy Fox. Look, look at her form rides. You know, um, benchmark eighty-eight listed race at Rose Hill last start. I know she was beaten just under five lengths, but um, she chased bravely. And this is panels easier. Uh, back to the thirteen fifty. I think looks ideal, and uh, she will be dancing in her gumboots at the moment. Snippy Fox, hoping that uh, there's more rain on the way. But I think she's a bird here. I think she can win and win well. So six Snippy Fox on top. I've got respect for the five, Sir Rocket. Obviously a horse that's on the way up. He's had just the 18 starts for seven wins. 
Uh, he's a six-year-old by Smart Missile, but he was a good winning last start here. But I just thought he runs into one that might be a little bit better in Snippy Fox. Uh, three has a bros, an interesting one, a former uh, Kiwi now with Annabelle Nisham. He's been gelded. Uh, seven-year-old just been gelded, ain't he? So there's hope for a shit. Uh, first up, I, I just don't know how to line up that form. But look, his, his races over there are obviously very good over the mile and further. So maybe just might need one. And the nine, which is a runoff uh, who... Can get through the soft track conditions. I can't thought his run was good last start. Six, five, three, nine, race eight. And we book in the program with the shorty here. Race number nine, uh, Michael. Benchmark 80, 13, 50. Number 12, Enterprise Mia. She's $1.55 to make it four wins on the trot. Yeah, I think she'll win uh, another shorty here. The early on shorties in the last 12, nine, six, and five. 12, Enterprise Mia. She looks to be... Uh, very, very smart. 12 starts, four wins, and three of those wins have been the last three starts. One here, three back, really good winning class one grade. Went to the poly track at the sunny coast and was too good for them and then came back to Doom, but in a, a pretty good uh, 0 to 78, led them up and let rip and won easy. So uh, oh, I think wins again here. Soft track, look, I probably prefer her on top of the ground, but in saying that, she's won on a soft and she's been placed as well. So uh, I don't think it'll worry her too much as long as it doesn't get too wet. Nine, big bad Bruce. He's had the two runs back. He'll be better for those, Ryan Maloney, for Tony Gollum. So I think third up, you'll see a, a lot better Bruce today. Uh, the six, which is Tappy's one. An interesting runner. Um, former Kiwi again. Didn't show us a lot first up, but I think uh, obviously if the track does play towards the wet, Later in the day, could be one to watch. And the five, which is Parco, will lead them up. I just don't know about that last 100, 150 metres. But 12, 9, 6 and 5 for race 9. Give us your best, Michael. Best, Hainsey. Well, Joe Pride, he never lets us down, does he? Race 8, horse 6, Nippy Fox. I thought she was the best on the program. I'm, uh, I'm very, very keen about her. And uh, the value, race 6, horse 7, black log each way. You enjoyed the day, mate. Always good to chat race morning. Thank you, mate. Good on you. Michael Charge will uh, take care of business there at Zoomman today. And Richard Callender will take care of business out at Hawkesbury this afternoon. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Hazy. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, um, not the best weather, mate, is it? No, it's pretty ordinary. And uh, late scratching coming through there with Salsonic. And we'll just see how, how things uh, hold up, Rich. But we know the radar is a little ugly, but there are eight winners to be found nonetheless. You can't win if you don't bet, Rich. You can't win if you don't, can't bet, that's for sure. Let's uh, let's rip in, shall we? Race one, three-year-old maiden, 1,000 metres, where number three, Cote, uh, John A. Crowley told when the pronunciation is Cote, $2.70 favourite. Number four, the seven C's at three forty, And number one, London, is going to run here at $5. I want to see what number two, King Star, looks like in the yard on debut at $6 for race one. Yeah, Hainsey, I've gone three, two, four, seven. It's been very well back to the last hour at number three, Cote. Um, $3.30 about uh, 40 minutes ago. Now you just mentioned $2.70. His first up run from four months at Kensington. You know, my, it might have run eighth of ten. Uh, it only got out when it got on the float. Uh, that was about it. Never really got, saw a lot of daylight. The only worry is, is a 1,000 metres going to be too short? That's the only little query I've got. I've got no doubt he's the best horse in the race, and I, uh, I got him on top. Number two, King Star tried well enough, just tugged him behind. Now, I thought he was going to go straight past Cycle Peak in that trial. But, look, he, he just wanted to do a little bit keen. He's by Zoo Star. A lot of them don't mind the sting out of the track. Number four, the Seven Vales gets the blinkers on this afternoon. I certainly think that'll help. Um, three weeks between runs, I think it'll go forward and probably will lead. If it does lead, gives it a great chance. And number seven, 
um, Varea from the Freeman, uh, Richard and Will Stable. Thor did an up on debut up at Newcastle. Suggest it's got a great chance here. But 3 2. Four and seven. Pretty keen on the three, Hainsey. Race two, Phillies and Mare's Maiden, champion thoroughbred sponsor. Uh, maiden set weights 1,400 metres. We're number five. A lot more love is a $2 favourite here. Number eight, Victorine, uh, $2.40 second elect. And number seven, River Tamar, didn't mind her debut the other day, is there at $4.20. So I suppose, Rich, top two in the market here. They've had a few, uh, a few chances to break three. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, I, I, I'm... I've gone five, eight, seven, six. I've got no doubt that's the right race to come out of that, uh, the the Kensington race behind Marcellate. Um I thought a lot. Look, the, the biggest advantage today for Victorine the eight, which is second pick, is that probably settles a long way in front uh, of a lot more love. But and I know she meets a fractionally better at the weights because Tyler Schiller rode the other one last start. But I've just got a feeling a small field. I think Zach Lloyd will put it that little bit closer. I think she loves the out of the track by seeing bring out of a snippet sun mare and, and I think she can run over them. A lot more love, very keen thinks she'll win. Eight Victorine no doubt the second pick. Uh, seven River Tamor did enough at Canterbury on debut but through late was only beaten just over two lengths and number six being Art Roberta another one from the John O'Shea yard. He's starting to produce a few isn't he? And this Phillies by Piero. But keen on the five hands. You get the money early. I like races one and two. Five eight seven six. Race three, the Black Town Workers for the boys. Colts Gelding's uh, set weights maiden fourteen hundred metres. Number three, Marquez is a two dollars sixty favourite for Godolphin. Number ten, Kapakiri is there at three ten. Number five, Ambassadors a four dollar chance. And number six, Brave Image busting the win run is at five dollars fifty. So same deal as the girls here, Rich. Uh, you know, just one will break through here, and a couple have had their chance already. Yeah, I think there's three hopes. Ten five three. I've gone ten five three six. Capacari on top. I was out here at Hawkesbury. Samarcha would have started odds on yesterday. Um, uh, at Wong was a late scratching. Capacari um, didn't have a lot of luck when it just started to build momentum when it needed to find room. I thought that run was good. Um, goes to fourteen hundred metres. I don't think it's just an overly strong race. I think he might be a nice colt. Just whether they outsprint him is the only little worry for me. Number five, second pick, Ambassadors. Um, ran third last start, protested when first and uh, second and third both, both protest against the winner. Uh, he got it. I thought no doubt second was first was going to get it. He got up to second. He wouldn't have beat Chairman. Chairman got intervened about six times down the straight. But Ambassadors went good. He'll wind up here by Zoo Star. The extra 200 metres will help. Three uh, Marquess, no doubt. Thought it was just short enough. Uh, Jean Van here for James Cummings did a good job after having a year off. Comes out of that same race as um, the other one, Capacari's behind Sumatra. Drawn a nice gate, was terrific on that occasion. And number six, the horse you mentioned, Brave Image. Uh, now up with Peter Oval, formerly with Mick Price and uh, Michael Kent Jr. down in Victoria. 10 5 three, six. Race for the happy 80th Dennis, class one maiden, played well. Number two. Father's Day. That'd be about right, wouldn't it? $2.40 favourite here. Number seven, uh, Galifianakis is at two sixty, And then number nine, Cadiz is a $3.40 chance. Out to big odds for PM Per and others. Yeah, in the first four races, like in the first, Haynes, there was a stack of money for London early. It's just getting back out now. And in this race, there's been a lot of money for Galifianakis. So I just, I can't find it. Uh, I like two, nine, then five, uh, and then seven. Uh, I thought Father's Day is a good horse. I've always had a wrap on him. He got the job done for us at Gosford the other day. Um, Brendan Leona takes over from Chad Schofield. He wanted to do a few things wrong Father's Day. 
He had to work early, come back, and then he got going early because I think he just builds momentum. I think he, he's out of a uh, by Galileo. He, Two thousand metres won't bar, won't won't worry him one iota. Good barrier. I think he probably sits on the back at ten per, um, and then just goes straight past number nine, Caraderas, who ran behind it. I think you told me I mispronounced it the other day, Richard, didn't I? Um, it was the sounds a bit like Caraderas if you comes off the tongue a bit too quickly. <laughs> I thought it, she did a good job behind Father's Day. Five ten, but I know it comes out of a race uh, at Wong last Saturday. That you and I could have thrown the sneakers on and been competitive, but it did. She did. She kept working. She still held on to hold on from Dreamstorm. It was probably a tad unlucky. She goes for makes her own luck by Piero. She'll just keep whacking, and then the well back runner number seven, Galloping Icas, who. I thought just whacked away at Newcastle last start. Two, nine, five, seven. Race five, Hawkesbury. First leg of the quaddy, class one, 1,300 metres. Pretty busy at the top of this market. Number seven, Capital Asset, 320 favourite. Number one, All England, 340. Number three, Illusionist, 340. Then $6 about number two endorsement. Yeah, as more range starts to fall. Look, I've gone seven, three, eight, one, Hainsey. I, I think Capital Asset picks itself. Obviously, the, the heavy tracks are worried, but... Um, I remember back uh, when I might have been first up this preparation on a really heavy track. was only beaten three, just over three lengths by Zuccarino. Um, I thought that might be all right. Then it went to Kendall Grange and beat uh, Ava, uh, Ava Berry, the thing of John O'Shea's who ran terrific the other day in town again. So the wet track's the only worry. The Newcastle the other day, avoidance was just dominant and kept on running. I think with the small field, it can maybe get a sit, perhaps sit second or third behind Caribbean and Stud. Alicia Collett's on board. I got it on top. Three illusionists. Scratch from Warren yesterday come here. I think it was certainly the right decision. Uh, he's just tough. He's honest. He's only won one from 13, but this is his style of race to make a mark. I think the bottom one might be the big the big value in the race. Construction master. Jimmy and Greg Lee, who had a winner yesterday um, up there at Warren. Zach Lloyd's on board. A winner on wet ground. Can handle the wet tracks. No weight. Big plus. And number one, All England, who will be hitting the line, 7-3, 8-1. Race six, Hawkesbury, the St John's Park Bowling Club, Phillies and Mares, Class 1, 1,300 metres. Number six, uh, Celestial Spirit. She's there as a $3 fixed favourite. Number two, another alibi, resumes 3.40. Number eight, Shawnee's Girl at 4.40. And number one, Highly Ambitious is a $4 rated chance. Due by Showgirl, a bit of a yard watch here first up, is at 7.50. Yeah, I've gone uh, four eight one six. I've got Dubai Showgirl on top, Haynes. He first up for what just over three months. We know that she loves wet ground, um, and it's it's only thirteen hundred metres. Not like it's exactly twelve, which big difference twelve to third. I don't know about a hundred metres, but um, fourteen would be more comfortable. But I just got a feeling this wet track might bring the others back to her, and she might just be able to just sit off them. And I reckon she might just be real strong late. I think she's a value in the race, Dubai Showgirl. Eight shorties girl. She's flying. She'll handle this thing out of the track. She's going terrific. She's only got to repeat what she's doing. Also finished just behind her the other day, highly ambitious. I certainly think it's uh, she's well in this race. This is her kind of race. She only won one from nine, but I thought the run the other day was good when she kept chasing after finding a little bit of trouble. And six celestial spirit. I think it might be a race a little bit closer this afternoon after having two runs back at 11 and 12.50.
4816. A provincial maiden uh, is race number seven here. 1,000 metres, maiden set weights, three-year-olds and upwards. Number 13, Shadows of Love. First starter here, Kim War, happy to lead this horse in at $2.80 in the favourite debuting. Number 10, Headstock is at $5.50, or $5, should say. And number three, Oceans, one five fifty. Never tell for Ed Cummings on debut at $6 for race seven, Rich. Um, I found this race really tricky. I, 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 where I ended up going in my brain was you're either with Shadows of Love or it's a very open race. Uh, I've tipped 13, 3, 10, 14. Shadows of Love, love the, the trials. I guess that a lot of them handle the ground. The best part about her trials is she looks like she's got a big stride on her, but when she's been asked to quicken, then she really just builds and she keeps on going. 13, Shadows of Love, three, Oceans, one, Steve O'Halloran uh, has got this gallop. A long time off Oceans, one. Uh, what about oh, nine and a half months? Got a bit of ability. Um, he's a big question mark for me on the program. If there's any money for him, his run last up, uh, last break before going out was very good um, when he just wanted to charge up there at Orange. Ten headstock, Robbie Price um, was okay. Tommy Berry wrote it last start. Uh, Louise Day wrote it last start. The start before that, Tommy was on it at Kembla Grange by Headwater. They get through the ground, soft draw here. I don't think it's a strong race. And number 14, Super Love might be the strong one. The filly down the bottom from the Gwenda Markle's table, who I thought was okay doing a thousand things wrong last start. But it's a very open race, Hainsey. 13, 3, 10, 14. Eighth and last at Hawkesbury is the Living Turf Midway Benchmark 68. Of course, some wonderful turf farms out in that part of Sydney. And uh, Benchmark 68, 1,400 metres. Number six, Lukey Luke for Gwenda. 290 resuming in the favourite here. Number two, Concocted 460. Number seven, uh, Annulus at $5. And one more Sapphire second up here at $5. We better give too good to be true. I mentioned, thought he trolled pretty well the other day. Is it $7.50? 100% Ainsley, and just off the back of that trial, I'll put him in second pick. I've gone 9, 10, 6, 4, 9, one more sapphire on top. Uh, three weeks since that benchmark, the highway, uh, the benchmark midway race, I should say, at Rose Hill, thought the run was terrific. Behind Oakville Arrow, Noble Soldier makes the form look good. That was only its first run. I like how Tracy Bartley's given him three weeks to get over that first up run. He's a winner a couple of times, second up. Aaron Bullock on board. I think he gets a nice run here just in behind them. Terrified of too good to be true. Um, loved his trial at Rose Hill, just sat and and then just got past Extreme Jet on the line. I know that the others weren't pressed out, but you had Paterno, or Wicklow and all that long way behind. I thought he trialed super. Best I've seen him trial in a long time. That deserves to go in in this style of race. Lukey Luke, um, first up since April, always had a nice rap on this horse from the Grand Marco stable. Kegan Lathan's on board. He's a winner at Hawkesbury a couple of times. He rolls forward, handles the ground and he's tough. And four... Uh, McCormack, also for the Tracy Bartley stable, soft draw barrier one and gets through the ground. Nine, ten, six, four. Hopefully it's not a track that is um, changing all the time, Richard, and this rain can abate, but what are you keenest on today? The first two races, Hazy, <coughs> race one, number three, uh, Cote, and race two, number five, a lot more love. One, two, oh, sorry, race one, number three, and race two, number five. Enjoy the day, Rich. Yeah, Richard Callender, Hawkesbury Racing today. All the action there on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Um, just to repeat before, we have um, uh, Mask Crusader uh, coming out. Uh, unfortunately, he's out, but um, that's not totally unexpected. He comes out of the, the Concord Stakes today.
24-hour fold cover for 24 hours a day peace of mind. No excess on life-saving surgery claims, agreed value, fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fall policy until 2024. Yielding sales with all, all guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Almost five minutes past 10. We're getting close to behind the gates. There's been a reassessing of numbers here. So we'll see what the tab have come up with. We'll see if we can even go ahead with our behind the gates Māori because there's been a desperately late change in the piece. Hurls is here. Brad Davis not too far away. And uh, Darren Flindell, now's the chance to get your questions through. The text line is open for the listeners now. Zero four. Well, it's been open all morning, to be fair. 0419 0419-767-272. And um, Haynes, do you hope your selections go better than the Eagles did last night? Go the Bulldogs. Thank you. Put a name to it at least. Come on. And um, we'll get to an ice bath question there as well. Uh, and I think we, we there was a question earlier. I didn't have this in front of me. Um can you ask Joe how Private Eye is going? So, yeah, he's trialling soon Private Eye. We asked Joe Pride and he's, he's happy with him. Another one there. Can someone please fix the bloody app? I can't tune in this morning. It's bloody frustrating. That was three hours ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully the, tap, the, the app's working now. Oh, I'm just reading it as I see it. I don't know. Six minutes past ten, a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Hurls is about to sit down beside us with a coffee. I'm fine, thanks, mate. Darren Flindell and also Brad Davidson are breaking back with more. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. The king art of living sale ends soon. Save on selected Australian-designed award-winning furniture. Sale ends soon. Visit your nearest King showroom today. Beecroft on the M2 at Murray Farm Road, a motorcycle accident affecting your westbound run. Chatswood, a crash on Pacific Highway at View Street, one lane southbound's closed. Enmore flooding on the road, Stanmore Road at Enmore Road affecting both directions. And also water on the road at Piermont Western Distributor at Piermont Bridge Road. Unfold your world with the new Samsung Galaxy Z series at Optus. Order yours today in your local Optus store or at optus.com.au. It starts with yes. I'm Luke Jumay, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Mum, it's Father's Day soon. Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No. You'll find brilliant gift ideas for dads at Bing Lee, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers, smartphones, Nespresso coffee machines, smartwatches, and remember, what dads want most is a simple phone call. Okay, everyone call Lionel. No! It was a dad joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah. Bing Lee, better living every day. Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. And for all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Running a trades business isn't all sunshine and rain base. It's full of spreadsheets and paperwork. 
That's why I use Fergus. It takes care of all my admin so I can focus on the things I'm actually good at. Plus, it's got a bunch of handy tools to help keep my business under control. You the ripper. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. Thinking about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started, even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes are returned in 48 business hours. Just upload your plans or tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website, www.wideline.com.au. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Almost 10 past 10. Welcome back to uh, Racing HQ Saturday. Welcome to Behind the Gates. And, yeah, on a Ramwick track that it appears is deteriorating all the time, it's a great shame. But, look, uh, it was sort of half forecast. It is where it is, and uh, we will just have to deal with it. We might go trackside and check in with a man who I'm tipping is there now and can just give us the latest from Royal Ramwick. Darren Flindell. Darren, a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, uh, Richard. It's uh, it's very overcast. We've had our fair share of rain this morning, I think upward of five mils since the initial uh, track inspection, so a heavy eight's the going. Uh, looking to the south, it's uh, still looking quite gloomy, so there's possibly a little bit more rain to come and a fairly significant breeze coming in from the from the south as well. So, um, so it's a heavy eight now, and uh, I think it's fair to say that's it won't be getting any better than that as the day goes on, although there is a significant uh, a significant side breeze blowing. Okay, thank you Darren. 0419 Flick your text in. 0419 Brad Davidson, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning Richard, good morning Hills and uh, good morning Darren and everyone listening. Yes, I'm um, just having a look at the radar. It, it looks pretty clear but um, we know these storms on the, the New South Wales coast, they can just appear out of absolutely nowhere. So we've got to keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, we're dealing with a, a heavy A track. I hope we won't get too much worse than that. Good day of racing. Tough day. I mean, these couple of weeks are always tricky because you've got so many horses resuming and they're hard to all line up. But um, we'll, do our, we'll do our best on the card to um, get through with a few winners. That is the ID. Andrew Hurley. Hurls, good morning to you. What's happening? Top of the morning to you, Hazy. Brad, and also Darren. Is it really uh, the top of the morning? Oh, yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> How was Allianz the... last night, Hurls? Uh, it, was, uh, it was very good. The facilities uh, are outstanding, actually. Yeah, no, You um, did go? Yeah, I did go, actually. I um, saw a stack of lines uh, lining up for food and drink and... No, people do that for me. Yeah. No, in general, <laughs> like, I, yeah, you mean just get like, yeah. Go no, on. it was, um, yeah, no, it was fantastic. We had a, 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 a bit of a catch up before the game, and then uh, oh, that whole facility now. Like, I mean, it was a lot of disruption. I know you were disrupted personally, um, Darren, when all the um, all the. Uh, infrastructure was going in for the rail line, the, the tram or whatever you want to call it, but you just get straight from Central and you can go up to the races, you can go to the SFS, the SCG, it's, uh, it's fantastic. And, they, and they're oh. so regular as well, so... 
Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant with the uh, the L2 and the L3 Ooh. operating now. And, uh, yeah, if you're coming in from the east or in from, from central, it's also convenient now. But that atmosphere watching uh, on the Channel 9 coverage last night, that was just outstanding. It was like a, a state of origin grand final all rolled into one. Yeah, no, they did it. They did it really well. It, as far as the game is concerned, um, you know, it was a bit of a fizzer, I guess, but it's on again next week. Well, if you're a Roosters fan, now... Uh We'll come to Hurls again just to, to get the overall behind the gates multi picture. But Darren, yes. who are you staking your claim with today? I'm going with She's Extreme. Mm. I think she's the the quality filly, and whether she doesn't actually win this race today, she's going to be right around the money. But I I, I quite like to try behind Malkovich. That was fine. And when I keep going back, like she was so versatile. She she was so good in the sprints, and then she she scored a much deserved win in the Champagne over a mile at the end of her preparation. But what really won me over was. Announcing her track gallop at Rose Hill last Saturday between races. It was running rather heavy rain and her figures were, were quite impressive and she just looked to be cruising uh, all the way up the straight and she ran a significantly faster last 600 metres on the bridle than they did in the opening highway race. I just think there's a lot of quality with She's Extreme and for our multi today, I don't think she'll be missing the top four. In fact, I'm certain of it. Yeah, Anthony Cummings uh, just saying we're dealing with just an athlete and uh, she's a, a real, real highlight horse there today. If we have to drag uh, Brad Davidson away from the US Open tennis for a second for your <laughs> multi-horse today. Brad. I'm going the uh, oh dearie me Demon. Oh, there's there goes a racket. Yeah, Demon and there or, goes Demon or Alex Demon or out. He just missed a, an easy smash to uh, get knocked out of the US Open. Were but, you on? Um, no, 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 just like watch, just like following the Aussies. I'll let, um, don't have to bet on everything. The, uh, um, Richard, don't have to bet on everything. Isla taking the first set against Serena Williams as well, so go Isla for Australia there, and obviously Nick Kyrgios in her bed now. But, uh, yes, uh, yeah, behind the racket, yes, exactly, <laughs> as one of the producers just yelled out. But my multi-horse today, I'm going the soft option because I feel like I... If I go the soft option, then we're only going to get three home, and you guys like to go a bit wider, so we got the we got the price there anyway, so might as well lock in Zaki. Uh, I think he's the good thing of the day. Um, I think he just wins, and uh, if he doesn't win top four, he, you know, you'd think something would, would have gone wrong, and we don't want that to happen, of course. So uh, mm. for me, it's it's all about Zaki. It'd today. be a great shock if he wasn't to run. Yes. Top four today. Zero four we one really nine. Need a drum roll here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What, what for the other two? Yes. Well, you, you probably you, well, you wouldn't know yet because there's been a late. Um a late change. I know, I know you're on Mars Crusader. Well, you lost uh, Mars Crusader yeah, at 9.30. You so. just knew he was coming out, didn't you? you sort of knew so the was. substitute is? We're going to chat with John Steinmetz this morning. And I think there won't be a tougher horse at Ramwick today and he doesn't mind a wet track than Mike Rayner. And I'd love to see him win. That was that deathly silence there, Darren, didn't fill me with a whole lot of confidence either. <laughs> <laughs> We can't, turn it. we can't turn I'm more confident with Mike Rona than Mars Crusader, I tell you. I'm glad he came out because it was a two-horse race, that race. We'll get to it later, and he wasn't mm. one of them. Um, and uh, I think Mike Rona is a, a great top-four hope. I uh, totally do. I think the price is obviously 
firmed up this morning, but uh, he'll go forward, make his own luck. Blinkers on, he's got the ratings to be right in the finish there. So I think he, your substitutes would have better than your first one. Well, that's that's good, isn't it, Darren? That fills you with confidence. That's, yep. um... <laughs> well, it does run a lot of placings. Been that's, all has to, that's all he has to do. Times. That's all he uh, has to do, to be that's fair. That's a massive, massive in-the-money strike rate. So, yeah, I was just a bit taken back when you picked the midway race, but uh, that's fair enough. You'll either be a hero or a villain very early in the day. Exactly. Well, well the way we away we go, or it's curtains. Keep this drum roll. Oh, Keep no. this drum rolling, Hurls. Uh, Hurls, you've gone with a horse in the Chelmsford, mm. and now I like a horse in the Chelmsford at big odds that I was told you can't have that horse, and that's fine. We'll get to that shortly, but who are you with, and what price did the tab put up for behind the gates punters? I'm going with Benno. Um, look, it, it, it looks the ideal metropolitan horse. First up at Definitely had the flashing light on it. Some people agree with second up syndrome, others don't. Brad's uh, giving me a dirty look here. Uh, yeah, John, I, John O'Shea, if you're listening, just let us know if Hurl's on the right track. Flick us a text if, if you think Hurl's is going okay here, John, please. Because I know John would be trying to work out his morning around the Debordley quiz, but go on, Hurl's. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a big believer in trusting your eye, and I think if he backs up that performance, um, obviously placed in the derby, backs up that performance first up, I think he'll run top four and we're getting a nice price to find out. So, in total, today, we have, for the Behind the Gates multi, we have Microna, She's Extreme, Zaki and Benno, all to run top four, and you're getting $8, and we're looking for four on the bounce. So, um, get involved there. Go to today's offers, and you'll see it there under the um, under the Behind the Gates multi. It's, um, well, it's just says racing office behind the gates multi. Now, this absolutely went berserk last week, and you officially have till 11 o'clock, but if it's, uh, if customers get involved uh, early, uh, it will be closed, so get involved uh, for the behind the gates multi. Looking Darren's phone is ringing. Broadcast. Yeah, just Taylor's writing, uh, yeah, hello, broadcast. <laughs> just Taylor's on uh, Salire in the first, number 18. I think that's yeah. the... Uh, well, that might have been announced earlier, but Dave's just got it downstairs. Just Taylor on 18 in the opener. Speaking of Hello Broadcast, uh, that horse got home for you during the week, Darren. Yes, yeah, that was a bit of a thrill. It was in the last at Sandown. It all packed up at Warwick Farm. I was rushing down the stairs to try and find somewhere to watch it, and I just found one little TV screen right down the bottom, and there was just me and one other guy there watching it, and well I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Good well on done. you. Well done, well done. Let's go to the, uh, the comments here. Again, text line open, 0419-767-272. Let's go with um, Vince in Arncliffe. We're going to go to the tramway for a start. Panel, do you think Ice Bath is a chance today? And Richard, go the chooks. Thank you, Vince. Well, Brad, I'll, I'll start with you, the tramway. We know it's all about Zaki, but she has to come into it if she wasn't before. Yeah, I mean, she's, she gets in okay, doesn't she, under the, the weight scale and whatnot. Um, my concern with her is I think her... Her track ability is, was always overplayed for the simple fact that she loves them, but it seems to be the only horse everyone thinks about when it starts raining. Yeah. So um, my little She's concern with default, her is, she? yeah, exactly right. And she gets back, she peaks later in the prep. She always peaks third and fourth up. Mm. She peaks over a mile at Randwick. So uh, can she beat Zaki? Not for me, no. But can she run on as a top three for sure? But, yeah, like I said, it's all about Zaki. He's just better than them. Simple as that. Uh, he won the tramway first up last prep. He was uh, first up last year. He only beaten first up last prep because he was being aimed at a 1,300 metre race. He was scratched from there due to the wet track, I think, and had to had to resume at a mile and was just nabbed on the line. He's been trialling well. He's got the residual fitness. He handles wet ground and... 
he just parks up on speed and just goes crunch. Uh, he's too good for them. And that's about all. I'm surprised Profondo's in this race. Um, I thought the Chelmsford was a great race for him mm-hmm. at 1,600, but they've decided to obviously keep him here. The wet track's an issue. And, look, he was good first up, but he's still a length or two off Saki for me. And uh, three converge. He'll probably need the hit out with the big weight. So, yep, Ice Bath a place chance, but Zaki the good thing of the day for me. What about you, Darren? Yeah. Yeah, ice bath uh, place uh, only with me, uh, with the with the blinkers going back on. Really disappointed that Prime Candidate scratched here. It's really just ensured that there's going to be no pace at all. So Ozaki should just be right there in the in the prime position, and I couldn't tip against him under the conditions that we're under now. Um, Profondo. I worry about a little bit on the heavy track, but I loved his first up run. It didn't really go to plan, and the way he chimed in, he looked the winner there briefly at the at the 200 metres before Animo went up the inside and just uh, scooped him up. But I love that first run back by Profondo, and he's the the only danger I thought to to Zaki and Converge will be hitting the line really well. So I know there's a jackpot in the big six today, a hundred thousand, and uh, this will be very playable today with the likes of Eduardo and Zaki going around in two of those six legs. Yeah, I see Dave from West Hoxton's asked about Profondo, and he said exactly what you did, um, uh, Brad, in terms of... Uh, good morning, fellas. Uh, thoughts on Profondo in the tramway over 1,400? I would have thought 1,600 in Chelsea would have been the better option. Yeah, obviously they want to get him to settle and, and think that they'll get a better speed in the, in this race, but now that Prime Canada's out, that probably takes that out yeah. too. But it just looks like the Chelmsford's a bunch of horses looking good horses, but mainly looking for further. And he was that mile horse that had that sharpness and just looked the... Look, clear top pick for me in that race, and then they come here and take on Zaki. I just think, I think they pulled the wrong rein personally. But um, Richard Lip might have the last laugh later on today, and I'm 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 going to have an opinion in always. And um, but good luck to them, and I'm wrong a lot of the time. So just, give you the tip. Just just the like, Annabelle said he's ready to go, and that's fine. But there's that also, you know, she's also put a half a little caveat saying he's a bit fresh and he'll he'll need it too. Whereas Profondo's had that run. He just gets that much better a run today. Yeah, but was it overplayed the other day? I mean, he was three wide, but he wasn't doing that much. Like, he was... They were just jogging along, and he wasn't even over racing well, that much. Was Animo on those horses? Yeah, but Zaki... Was the best as good as Animo. Well, like, he's, he's on that same I level. And, yeah. and for me, yes, I, I get what Annabelle's saying. I think you parade a little bit big, and I'm hoping they take him on because I'm happy to back him on the drift. For me, he's got the residual fitness. He's got the trials, and he's just... You know, we get this time of the year where we see these real classy ones come back and, and look, I, I've always, well, it's an interesting horse because I've always been a little bit against him sometimes, but today I just think it's just perfect for him. Yeah. I just think it sets up great. Okay, um, chaps, that other guy, Rehello Broadcast was my son. Darren was uh, was quite chuffed. Cheers, David from Wattlegrove. So um, good on you there. Um, David from Wattlegrove, that was uh, his son watching... Uh, the race, if that makes uh, any kind of uh, sense, there. Thank you, David. Oh right, yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was your company the other the other day. It sounds, it sounds <laughs> yeah, like th- there was only the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, oh, hopefully you both had something on now. Um, not the midway, Hainsey Ryan from Charleston. That's a cursed race. I'm sorry, Ryan, but. Um, it's the midway for me today. Just just the conditions. It's gonna, it's a f- Don't worry about the midway. Yeah, Midways are some of the better betting races on the card. Yeah, it's a funny old day with the rain around. The track deteriorating. I just, I, I'm happy to be with a horse who is 
I mean, Mike Rayner is a tough bugger. Near speed, and he'll just keep on grinding. One thing I'll say to any punter is forget about the class of a race. Often the best race to bet in is a maiden. Midways can be the best. Highways can be the best. Sometimes the worst race to bet in are group one races. It just all depends on the setup of a race. And, yes, I know people will argue midways and highways are very open. But my best results over the last year, without doubt, in midways and highways. They're the, okay. they're the races where you're able to find one at 10s or 12s that should be 6s and, and, and have a really good bet because... You know as well there's tempo in those races. There's always tempo. Where group one races, how many times do they just jog up front and sprint home and best horse doesn't win? Where a lot of the times in midways and highways, best horses will win. I love I might betting be concerned in about Brad, my big concern about this midway race today is where is the, the pace going to come from? Possibly possibly um, Richard's tip there, Mike Rona. Yeah, which is great. Named wouldn't after wouldn't the race caller in the US, Michael Rona. Hasn't he made a, a great career over there? Darren, he... Um, yes, certainly is, is, he, is he Southern California? Uh, yes, I believe so, yes. Yeah, wow. He's been wow. there, oh, probably over 30 years now. Uh, what, a, uh, what a career, what a life, uh, and some great stories to tell. Let's go to race four. And Hurls, I might grab a market from you, please, for this City Tattersall's uh, Cup, a mile and a half. And uh, the question is, she's a man-eater. I messaged her before her first Aussie start. I've backed her in uh, each of her starts. No return so far. Any positive comments for today, please, because I'm going to back up again. Thanks, Craig. So I'm not going to market for the uh, for race four here, Hurls, and then we'll... Um, Hand that over to the boys. Yeah, Cadre de Noir is the favourite. Three eighty to four dollars. Too much to bears. Four sixty and solid. Through Irish eyes. Four eighty to five. Six dollars. No change for Arapayo. Uh, Chalkstream's been the one they've backed today. Eight dollars into six dollars. Now even allowing for Lord Ardmore and Grove Ferry coming out. Nineteen by fifteen and eleven by eleven. They went up twenty one dollars uh, for Chalkstream, and so this has been a sustained push uh, ever since the market opened. Everyone's found him. Yeah. Uh, well, three, three people man. in particular. Yeah, she's a man. Not sure dollars $61. Okay. Yeah, that's, so, off, that's um, off the back of money. I'm just looking at this um, this chalk stream and it's, yeah, Wooshka, as soon as the market opened. I backed him uh, here a fortnight ago and he was... Uh, what did he do? He read when the when the gates opened and missed it by 10 lengths and was probably beaten about 10. He was beaten exactly 10 there at the end. Um, that was to, that was distressing to see that there at the start, but that's an incredible amount of money coming in today because uh, there was very little support for him there going off at $19 in that race, but he ran so well second up in Australia last time over a mile and a half behind no compromise. Geez, that is a decent go. And in regards to she's a man-eater, how unlucky she been with the two runs in Sydney. She hasn't been able to find a heavy track until today. Well, she's got it with that uh, sterling record on uh, on heavy going. She 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 could be the surprise packet here. She's a man-eater. Yeah, not for me. She's a man-eater. I mean, wet track maybe, but um, yeah, I would need to improve off the two runs over here. Um, Chalkstream, great chance. Just gets back but runs on. As, as Darren said, that second up run went wide in the Queen's Cup is very good for a race like this. So I landed on the inform track and distance winner, Cadre de Noir, but I think Chalkstream will run very well and starting to warm to that horse as well. Okay. So, yeah, I'll look there at the stayers, uh, that race. That'll be a battle of the toughest and fittest hurls. Indeed. Uh, you better get on and get on quick if you want to take the uh, Behind the Gates Multis. Oh, Behind the Gates Multi because, um, yeah, we're about to, hit the, uh, about to hit the ceiling with it. Gee, it's only been up 15 minutes. Mm, mm. Such is the popularity. They must like Mike Rayner in the midway. 
for a start at the very least. If we land this again today, I reckon we'll be getting the tap on the shoulder soon. <laughs> oh, they're good for it, Darren. They're okay. Goodness me. Just trying to just trying to help them, aren't we? <laughs> those those good people at the tab. Indeed. Anyway, <laughs> there's a there's a generic text. Profondo knocked up last start. Yeah, anyway, he did. we've covered. We've, yeah, he did, we've but, covered he, that. but he's won the mile. That's the query. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Flick your uh, flick your text into the guys. You might only have about uh, fifteen minutes to go here. So zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Boys in the highway. Mark G's horse Platara is way over the odds. Its heavy form is elite. And his general form is better than most of them. So let's go back to race number one, Hurls. I might grab a, a highway market. And now our person there is keen on Platara. But what are you seeing there? Yeah, we don't see one as short as this very often uh, in a highway, and that's Opal Ridge. Well, it's 2.15 to 2.40 today, but uh, been a sustained push since the market opened. Participators, $4.80 to $5. So country, 11 to 10, 12 to 11, pure fuego. Now, the horse that... Uh, that uh, uh, particular gentleman has uh, called in about is at tab a number price. five. Yeah, five. it's uh, $61 to $31 today. So they have had a spec on it. I'll tell you if that's market opinion or money and I can tell you uh, yeah, it's off the back of money. Yeah, okay. today. Who are, you uh, who are you tipping in the highway, Darren? I, I quite like this. I think there's a bit of depth to the race today. I'm I think the... I'm, actually, I'm probably going to buck the trend. I might be the only one in Sydney that's not tipping the favourite uh, here at Opal Ridge because I think there's a bit of depth uh, to this highway. I've liked uh, a lot of the runs of Pure Fuego uh, when he's come to town. And uh, of all the chances in the race, I think he's come up with the best draw. Not that he's going to be up there in the leading division, but he could probably hold a position, I'd, I'd say, in the first half of the field at least uh, with Sherry aboard. And Sherry was on for his first up run behind Boom Boom Basil, which was a good run. And I loved his run in the benchmark 78 last time behind the Big Easy in relation meeting this field today. But obviously a participator uh, gets a better run into it today. It's a chance. Platara, I certainly wouldn't oppose. That was, wasn't a bad run at Maria last time. I mean, Opal Ridge, obviously the spotlight's on her, but technically she's not even three yet. Um, so... Uh, She's going up against some very seasoned uh, horses here today, Opal Ridge, but the booking of James McDonald's a huge plus. Um, yeah, Optimo's come out. The other one that I've, I've got an eye on here is the, the mayor from Coffs Harbour, Mosquita, uh, who's won two in a row there at Grafton and Coffs Harbour, and they've been good wins. So I think there's a bit of quality with this mayor, and I think they're coming to town at the right time, and she's offering good value. So I'm looking at Pure Fuego on top over Mosquita, participator, and I put the favourite Opal Ridge in for fourth. So, Brad? Yeah, Pataris, we've got that former and iconic dame being that horse, which bodes well for a, for a highway, and was wide there first up. My little concern is obviously the just whether it'll run the, the strong 1200. Um, when, when a horse has all three wins at a 1000, it's always a little bit of an alarm bell for me, but where track form's good, um, can definitely uh, suggest it's not hopeless at odds there. I wouldn't be talking that punter out of it. Opal Ridge for me, I think she ticks all the boxes. J-Mac back in grade and, and uh, should have won two starts ago. Wide the other day for give. Started what, $12, $13 in a silver shadow. I think the only danger is participator, but I think you might get too far back. So Opal Ridge for me, but look, short enough at the price, well found, but does look the obvious. Midway question here. Won't worry about too much about the market here, Hurls, although 
maybe just give us the favourite for the, for the midways. Is it, is it still Scorch Land or where's Mike Rona sitting? Okay, I can tell you as we speak, Mike Rona's a $6.50 chance. Uh, Scorch Land is the favourite, but um, in terms of dollars held, it's Scorch Land in front of Bella Violet, which has been popular today. Then we go to Basio, Basio del Mist. Hi, guys. I reckon Baccio del Mist is a sure thing today in the midway. Any opinions there? Baccio del Mist. Brad. Good win last time out. A bit, bit stronger here, though. But, um, look, gee, it was an impressive turn of foot and the late figures were, were promising enough. So can, can be running on, but um, not in my top four. Yeah. I was impressed with the with the finish there at Canterbury. I, I didn't find a spot for in the top four at the end of it, but I really, really like that Canterbury win and the longer trip today shouldn't be any handicap at all. So if you're a fan on on Baccio del Mist there, I certainly wouldn't talk you out of backing uh, that mare. Okay, let's go to the Chelmsford. Race 8, we haven't had a, a real look. We're going to get into the features now uh, with the guys. Race 8 uh, hurls, the Chelmsford Stakes. What's the tab market telling you now? And we have a Stockman question on the back of that. Yeah, I'll get to Stockman in a moment. 340 to $3 surefire. Montefilia, 480 out to six dollars. It's been very easy today. Mwanga's six fifty, no change. Benno nine to eight fifty. Eight fifty to nine fifty. Numerian. Uh, we've got Knights Order nineteen to seventeen. Stockman uh, seventeen to eighteen. Back to seventeen dollars. I can tell you, there's been money for it today. In fact, it holds the third most amount of money invested on the race today, and fourth since the the market opened. Um, interesting. Why is Montefilia soft? Because of, yeah, no, because they firmed too much in early betting. Yeah. Someone would have had a bet and they would have gone 12s into $4 and, and then they get out as a result. They just overreact the bookies. Back to the right do. kind of price now. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. They overreact early and then they and then they uh, bounce back out late. But, look, she's a she's a good chance for sure. Um, tough race because you've got eye catchers, of horses, Benno, Stockman, but they're all probably looking for further at the same time. And then you've got a horse like New Marion who gets here fresh. Sharp, Annabelle Nisham said sharper than normal this prep too, so a little positive tick there. I think he can run well. Mawanga, I was with him a little bit, but now the the weather's got me a little bit concerned. Surefire's too short, but can win. But do you want to be taking short price about a horse on a Melbourne Cup campaign, second up at a mile? It's that type of race. It always is every year. Mm. It's it's that gr- group of horses. Great that, group of horses. Great group, but at their wrong distance. So yeah. you're looking for that. That's why I said Profondo, like, hello. Because unless you wing, so it didn't destroyed. matter what distance. Exactly right. <laughs> but it's that group of horse. Yep. Uh, Darren, uh, a Stockman comment, and how are you reading the Chelmsford? I can understand why the money's coming for Stockman. He's got the reputation of being the best wet tracker or heavy tracker in this field, uh, clearly. So I do respect that. I ended up going with Montefilia because I just think she's the the class runner of this field, and. Uh, and that's what I, I settled on at the end. But um, Surefire, I love what we saw out of him first up. And we saw when he won his first up start in Australia, he held his form at his second up run. I think New Merion's going to run really well. In fact, I was very close to putting New Merion on top. And in hindsight, I probably should have uh, at the price. It'll get a good run right up on the speed. And there's very little pace, I think, outside the Waterhouse runners of Night's Order and Entente. So I'm sort of thinking New Merion might get into a very prominent role. Was handy in that trial by behind Supervino, and um, beyond that, um, Benno running on and, and Stockman as well. It's probably one of my 
least favourite races of the day. But I've, I've tipped Montefiore on top, and the bet could well be Numerian. OK. Um, a Concord Stakes market, please, Hills. Race five, the Concords at 8th, 2pm. Mars Crusader uh, came out at 9.30. How's, uh, how's the Concord market looking now, Hills? It's been very good support today for Andermatt. It's into 3.60. Eduardo's at a 2.10 quote. Zapateo, $7. Malkovich at 11. Mars Crusader's out. Athletic at 15. And Shelby, 66, is at 16. Now, in terms of the fluctuations today, gee, I wouldn't have thought 24 hours ago you'd be getting this sort of price... Uh, for Eduardo, but you certainly are. And if I just get the figures up in front of me, I can tell you. Uh, we went up 230. Yeah, $1.90 uh, this morning. It's out to 210 now, allowing for that scratching of Mars Crusader. It's, it's a decent drift, if you like. Um, yeah, the money's come for Andermatt. That's, that's the one they're, they're jumping on. Zapatio's in a dollar from $8 to $7 and did peak at nine fifty earlier today. OK, well, Darren, let's have a talk about this race. It is a bit of a, an audition for, you know, Godolphin are going to try and find out where some of their horses are at. But, I mean, Eduardo's the horse to beat the market would say. What are you thinking, Darren? It's the first time he's run in this race too, Eduardo. Uh, normally he starts uh, a fortnight later. But, uh, you know, he goes greater the distance. The heavy track form is there for all to see. I thought his trial um, was all right, I guess, uh, here at Randwick. wonder what's, what's going on with the winner of that trial, Joyful Fortune. Um, Mark Newnham thought, boy, it went well against Eduardo. I just find going through this field under the conditions today, I've got to tip him. But I do respect this brilliant first-up form that, that Andermatt has shown preparation after preparation. And although it was only a benchmark 88 at, at Canterbury when he resumed back in April, that was some performance. That day on a heavy 10 just absolutely blew them away. His barrier trial at Hawkesbury was terrific. So he's the, the only one I can really look at causing an upset now there's no Mars Crusader. You know, with Malkovich in the race, they will go along quickly. And Eduardo, obviously, Nash will just get right in the slipstream of Malkovich. I thought the, the one that might hit the line well at attractive odds and run into a place is rocketing by. I thought he showed significant improvement from his first start to his second start. And I thought he could be a good one to play in your trifecta rocketing by him. Good run the other day, wasn't it, rocketing by? A little sinking mm. one. Yeah. I'm not... I don't know if you'll land up to these, but I think Darren's on the mark in terms of that, you know, four-third spot. You know, maybe able to sleep a... sneak a little third spot there or something. But, um, yeah, it's a racing two. Simple as that. And it was even when Mars Crusader was in the race. But, uh... I was a lot keener on Eduardo before the rain this morning and I'm actually now going, well, it all depends on pattern. It is a real pattern race here. If it's if they're getting wide, Andermatt's the one. If it's inside, Eduardo's the one. I think that comes down to... One thing I'll say about Eduardo is I always like leaders to lead and the fact that Malkovich isn't going to lead, yes, he can sit off, he's been able to do it before, but it just takes away a little bit of, little bit of advantage he's going to have. It means he's only, a, you know, he's going to be less than... Well, well, a length or so less than he would have been in front of uh, Andermatt had Malkovich probably not been in the race. So he's going to be able to get to the middle, Andermatt. If that's the pattern, he's going to be hard to hold out on the wet track. But Eduardo's the class. A little bit disappointing first up last prep, but it was the Flemington straight. Um, we know he's good fresh. He's definitely the the, the class group one sprinter. Andermatt's still got to prove it, but his figures say he's up to it and, and there's no surprise for the move. I marked him around that 210-360 mark. I know they're around that now, but it'll be interesting to see if it continues. I think it's all dependent on pattern. What about the party boy, Shelby? 
No, no. Well, Danny Williams is basically telling. Yeah. Danny Williams is sort of pouring cold yeah. water on uh, the party boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is his, his first trip to town for a while. He's had a, not barrier trials. I think there's been three of them. He'll start um, shorter the, the, on the, the total. The, 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 the wetter the better, but... Yeah, but, yeah. but his trial was... Yeah, I mean, his trial wasn't great. And, and he was one of those horses that... It was the perfect storm last preparation. It was all happening. He was in form. It was the wet tracks and everything. Now he's got to come back and start again. Mm. And he's got to go back to that old platform in a way. So, um, for me, I, I marked him huge odds here. I could be wrong, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take him on. 351 so he'll give me. Beautiful. One thing that trial showed, I think, um, was that at Wagga, uh, with Shelby 66, is I might be having a better Queen Bean on Monday, the horse that ran second to him there, King Gutho. Yeah, he'd probably go around at about $1.10. I don't think anyone missed that. Went up fives and was into $2 within about one minute. Uh. Are you serious? They went up $5? Yeah. Fair dink. Yeah, I think so. Really? I think so. Oh. I saw I saw two forty this morning before I came over and was actually thinking that might be a reasonable quote. Uh, 225. Uh, no, not, not, nah, I think nah. they might have went up somewhere else. No, we went up 250. Yep. Yeah. But somewhere else went up ahead of the tab. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, it doesn't normally happen, does it? No. So <laughs> Can uh, can we get on to race 10, guys? There's a, a few horses that our texters would like to, to know in race 10, the last of the day. Uh, might come to, uh, come to you from Markety Hills. Yeah, Wicklow, the favourite, $4 to three fifty. Niffler, been up for a while, Niffler, $5 to $6. Bold Max, $10 to $8. 850 to 9 back to 850 for Orsian. Opacity, 750 out to $8.50. That's uh, a look at the fluctuations. Vestment-wise... Alcyone's been the best fact runner today in front of the favourite Wicklow, who's specking there for Giannis and also Paternal. So, uh, what about uh, John from Balmain says, what about two rough horses in the last, Luncey's and Giannis? And there was also another horse that uh, a listener wanted a bit of a, a comment on, which was Welsh Legend. So, uh, Darren, I might come to you first and just, uh, yeah, I suppose, an overall take on this last race, but the, the Texas want to know a bit about number two, Luncey's, uh, nine, Giannis, and 15, Welsh Legend. Right, OK, we'll go bottom upwards. Forget Welsh Legend, she hates the, she, she hates the heavy. Um, Giannis, no. Luncey's I wouldn't be opposed to. Um, I think... I'm borderline whether I'm going to put Luncey's in the quaddy. I actually do like a big ruffy in the last. Big ruffy. Uh, form's been disgraceful for quite some time, but I think it's time to renew the vows. Kiss, the, Kiss bride. the bride. With the blinkers going on today. Leeds does the ability. I saw this trial at Warwick Farm on the 15th and thought, where's this come from? This was a pretty impressive trial. It towed up Waterford, who, who won here last week. And I know the blinkers went on in that trial. So they're back on today. I think we're going to see big improvement from Kiss the Bride. And let's go back to the old days when this horse was in a bit of form. It would race on speed as well. So I think it'll be prominently ridden with Dylan Gibbons there getting the weight down to 52. The old Kiss the Bride with 52 on its back. I think it's. Uh, I reckon there'll be a, a move in the market for this later today. Mm, yeah, yeah, Baker was giving it a little push first up, and uh, he's got the ability there, no doubt about it. That horse. Because um, I, I felt I thought this was a pretty, very shallow race. Really, I, I just couldn't form any opinion on it, and 
that, that trial sort of just swung me around a bit. Yeah, it's, it's very open, isn't it? Um, Luncey's He'll have the flashing light on late, back me next time. I just wonder if he'll get too far back. But he does race well fresh, so definite knockout if they're playing down the outside fence. By this time of the day, I, I couldn't really give you a push for Giannis personally from gate one at that time of the day. But uh, Niffler? Niffler, Badger, Badger yeah. Badger from Newcastle, yeah, isn't I mean, it, Niffler? On top for me, but it's, it's, it's icky because it was J-Mac, perfect run last time, now loses J-Mac, now draws wide. But I think it'll actually get an OK run on my map, so... I think she's going well. I've always thought she was a little bit overrated, but I think she's really uh, developed the last couple, and I've actually got her on top here. But uh, the horse I'm warming to is Alcyone. If they're playing wide late, the wet tracker, I think, late in the day could be Alcyone. Who can't win the last? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's it is one of those races. It is. It's a beauty. Can we go to race six, guys? Uh, the Furious Stakes Hurls. We, we need to have a bit of a talk about these three-year-old fillies. Race six, the Furious Stakes for the girls over the 1,200 metres. Yeah, from the top, in secret, 350 to 340. I think that will drift, uh, but we'll wait and see. $4 into 364, Paris Dior. She's extreme, 550. Very solid. North Star Lass, 750 to $8. 8.50 out to 9 for Willinga Beast. Uh, 19.7 Vars, but we took a bit of money on it on Wednesday and we go to Russian Conquest. It's out to 19 from 20 or into 19 from 21. Looking at the hold on the race and today, narrowly, Paris Dior is the most popular in front of In Secret. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, market order there, but yeah, In Secret, 3.40 at the moment. I think they might take it on. Uh, just, skinny, yeah. just, just the question, guys. Hey, guys, Willinga Beast, wet tracker, question mark, question mark, question mark. Plus, wild chat must come into it now. We might go back there. What are your thoughts? Let's go with Willinga Beast and your overall take on this, Brad. Yeah, well, her two best performances have been on that wet ground. A little bit plain first up, I thought, although in a bit of bit of traffic there so we can forgive and she's got that form around Paris Dior of course just knocked up in the Percy Sykes was given a peach that day so wet track comes right into play I went with In Secret, but I think she's very skinny in a, in a very open race. Um, this is a different grade to the other day, and although she was held up, she was still very good late, um, but it's just a just drawn a little bit wide, but look, James McDonald sticks. I'll, I'll go with her, but it's a it's it's that race, isn't it, we talk about. It's the the fillies that are up and going versus the class coming back, the she's extremes, the, the horses, the she's a belters, those types of horses coming back. So they're all hard. How much have they developed? We'll find out more in the yard. I went in secret from Paris Dior, who I know this has been a target for the Snowdens. Um, talk, talk this horse up during the week. So uh, she's extremes, also got a great chance. And now, now we're on wet ground. But um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where she's extreme fits in this prep because uh, if I owned her, I'd be giving uh, Tommy Berry the biggest uh, con- thank you very much because that was the only way she won the champagne. It was just a, one of the best rides you'll see. Um, and they just missed the boat with Spyburn. But she still obviously got that Fireburn form. She's a very classy filly. Mm. And um, we'll see how she comes back. And, and she loves the wet ground. So in secret for me, but fascinated to see how she's extreme and a few of these come back. Darren. Yeah, I'm very keen on uh, She's Extreme. Perhaps I'm a little bit mad making her best bet on probably what's the most challenging race of the day. I have to say, this is the race I'm looking forward to more than anything because Paris Dior's a, a winning chance. Seven Vales wasn't a bad run in the Silver Shadow. Willinga Beast, obviously with the heavy conditions today, is right into it. I thought she, she really got a chance when she got the gap uh, between them last time and she just didn't pick up. The heavy track could be a different scenario. In Secret had that chequered passage. I was just concerned about the draw with 
within secret, although under the conditions now it probably doesn't matter. North Star Lass worked a backside off uh, first up there. She can run a race. I think Russian Conquest, her trial behind Foreman Tira was great. Um, Wave Rider Boy, no. Madame Pomeroy, no. Wingardium. Now, this is an interesting one. They've trialled her twice, Wingardium, and she's been able to show good speed out of the gates on both occasions uh, for Rachel King over the 900 metres. I think she's going to be in a far more prominent role today, Wingardium, and could run a race at big odds. This is uh, a very, very challenging race in many respects, but I have to say it's the race I'm looking forward to the most, but I think She's Extreme did not run a bad race at any of her six runs in her initial preparation, and following that outstanding work between races at Rose Hill last Saturday, she's my pick. We might just, uh, one more question before we let you go, Darren, and get ready for the day, and also uh, Brad for um, his Sky One commitments. Uh, morning, gentlemen. Like your thoughts on 10 bells in race three, but a small investment at the 34 bucks, Russell from Penrith. Thank you, Russell. So... Uh, Hurls, a quick market here for race three, 10 bells in interest. Well, he's shop well, that particular customer, because it's into $19 for 10 bells. Uh, so he's done very well. It's 23 earlier today. And just looking at the race as far as the hold is concerned, tell you what, I went close to... Um, Tipping my old mate there for the for the multi Jalay, uh, it's five dollars uh, now Jalay. It's a wide open market in terms of dollars held. It is Jalay in front of Party for one at eight fifty, and then yeah, ten bells. There has been money for it. In fact, if I look at the total hold on the race since Wednesday, it's the second best backed runner, which you can't say often about uh, a nineteen dollar chance. Uh, Darren, ten bells, I hope. I think this is a little bit rich uh, for her with the highway form and she wasn't good enough in a benchmark 72 at Canterbury in, in previous preparation. She'd been able to win first up both times. So not for me. I, I like one at, at double figures here. Party for one. Uh, first up here over the 1,100 metres. I think in this company today, she's better uh, than most of these. And if the pace is on, which it should be with Kalesin and Rubinocchi going at it up front, I think Party for One's been given a couple of nice trials on the home track of Warwick Farm leading up to this. I'm quite keen for her, Party for One. And if successful, I'll be thinking about a glass of Sauvignon or Sauvignon. Paul will be with us in a moment. <laughs> OK, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him he's not required for the quiz. The, the windy peak. <laughs> Uh, Brad. Yeah, I think she can run well in an open race, 10 bells. Uh, look at that heavy nine first up. Um, she generally handles wet tracks. The good thing about her is I know it's been highway grade, but she's got a really good record here. Two from three at Randwick, uh, 1,100, no issue, and I don't mind the wider draw at, at, well, this time of the day. It's only race three, but it should be okay. So, um, uh, Rubinacci on top for me in a pretty even style of race. On the back up, out in front, rolling along with the three-kilo bonus claim of Dylan Gibbons. That'll do me, but, um, yeah, tricky little race and not talk you out of 10 bells there. Okay, uh, Darren, we might uh, let you go and get yourself organised for race day. Before we do, best value at any any quality numbers you might have written down there for the listeners, please. No worries, Darren. Good chat. Good chat. Oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> <He's there. laughs> we can't let you tune out just yet. Just just joking. Uh, she, she, she's extreme. The best race six, number one. And um, very keen on party for one as well. Given she's $10, I make her the value race three, number three, the quaddy. Uh, the seventh, number one, Zaki. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, then race eight. 
I'm going to put Moonga in with Nash uh, booked to Numerian, and I'm also going to put Knight's Order in as I think it. Knight's Order will get a soft lead here. So one, two, three, the nine Surefire, 14 Benno and 15 Montefilia. In the ninth race, uh, four Geo, six Starman and a 14 Hell I Am. In fact, that's about the only race we didn't talk about, isn't it? Race nine. Uh, so four, six and 14. And in the last, uh, four Paternal, eight Alcyon, 12 Kiss the Bride, 14 Niffler. Um, and better put opacity and bold Mac in as well. So 4, 8, 12, 13, 17 and 18 and we'll leave it at that. Good on you, Darren. Thanks for joining us behind the gates. Give us strength again and good calling. Cheers, thanks, guys. Good Have a good one. Darren Flindell will be action. He'll be calling on Sky Thoroughbred Central today. Hi, guys. My money is on race eight, number four, Stockman. Melbourne race nine, number one. He's our Bonneval. Have they got chances? We'll get to that shortly, Brad, about your best for Melbourne and that kind of thing. But Ramwick today, what are you keen to start? Yeah, I'm just race seven, number one. I'm a bit of a straight bat with Zaki today. We didn't want to say anything, but yeah, we yeah, uh, I'm a straight bat. <laughs> I'm a straight bat on a, on a tricky program. Um, Quaddy, uh, one first out in the first leg, obviously, Zaki. One, two, nine, and 15 in the second leg. Two, three, five, six, and 13 in the third leg. And eight, 13, 14, 17, and 18 in the last leg. That's the Quaddy for today. In terms of Mooney Valley, I'll spec a couple down there. Race five, number one, the Inferno and the McEwen. Um, might not be ready, but I'm happy to take the odds in a race with four litres and. He's got a great record at 1,000 at Mooney Valley. He's had genuine excuses first up the last two preps and race seven, number 15, Gravina. I think he run well fresh. He bolted in first up last prep. He'll get wide in the day here. Yeah, he's big odds at 15s, I think. And um, I think the comments from James during the week were he's flying this horse, so I'm happy with that. Thank you, mate. Pleasure. Next Saturday morning, Brad Davison. Hurls? To add. Yeah, so today, uh, if you are in venue, all races at uh, Ramwick and also Mooney Valley run second, third or fourth. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50 applies for your first tote win bet, and that is if you are in venue. Uh, Outside of that, races one to six, Ramwick and Mooney Valley, if you're outside of venue, run second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Jockey's challenge today, and very, very short once again, is J-Mac. He's at a dollar and 40 cents. We have then got Timmy Clark at $9. Uh, 15, Willie Pike. Any other jockey option, 13. Brenton Avdulla at 10. Karen McAvoy at 11. 19, Huey Bowman and Nashville Willer at $51. And just a reminder, tickets for the Kosciuszko close this Wednesday. Just $5 will give you a chance to be a part of the $2 million race. And before I go, uh, good mate of mine's... Uh, birthday yesterday. Happy 74th birthday uh, to Warren Holden, who's a avid listener and he has Invinciano going around. Uh, he's got an ownership, or part of owner of Invinciano, which goes around today up in Brisbane. So, happy birthday mate uh, for yesterday and good luck. Good on you, Warren. Thank you, Hells. All right, man. See you tonight. The Behind the Gates multi sold out, so um, all bets done and dusted there. So, um, Let's uh, let's look towards uh, the Debordley quiz now. It's almost five minutes to eleven. Big thanks to the boys there, Darren Flindell, Andrew Hurley, and uh, Brad Davidson. Thanks to all of those who text in. Paul Ambrosoli. Paul, good morning to you. Actually, he's not there. Well, he's about to be here. He's there now. G'day, Paul. Yeah. How are you, my friend? Very well. What's happening? Some say Savignon, some say Savignon. <laughs> I hope Darren's listening. Savignon, it makes no difference as long as it's to Bortley or Windy Peak, okay? Yeah, 100%. Some say Riesley and some say Risley. 
<laughs> what, uh, we're dealing with some wet tracks around the place, aren't we? But it, uh, it doesn't matter if you're inside with us. Speaking of wet, before, just before we let you fire away here, Paul, just a bit of a note there, uh, half a public service announcement. Participants travelling south via the M1 to Hawkesbury races, there is a traffic incident near Wyong, so maybe expect some delays. Better get that out there, Paul, as well. Uh, just uh, for those travelling down to Hawkesbury on the M1, there might be um, a little bit of traffic due to an accident. Drive safely out there today. I'm heading, I'm heading towards Hawkesbury, but I'm in fog, so it's a different... Wow. Different, um, I, I hate fog. You know, most people do, but I just always hated driving them. Anyways, be that as it may. Look, we have a question that people can win. It's not the prize that you win all the time. It's a surprise of winning, and it's also just the... Just the, the, the boost that it gives you when you do win something because it ends you into the afternoon very confident of winning more, okay? And there's nothing better to celebrate than uh, celebrate something with a bottle of Windy Peak. Now, let's just have a look at today's race program because I, I'm, I've sent this past my research man, a small amount, <laughs> he just got me again straight away. There is the Furious Stakes, the Tramway Stakes, the Chelmsford and the Concord Stakes, right? I mean, these are some races that have been around uh, for a fair while. Well, no, a couple of them have been around for ages. And it takes a darn good horse to win them. Now, uh, there's been a couple of horses, a few horses along the way that have won each of these races on a couple of occasions. But in the last 20 years, and I didn't go back any further than that, it was too much like hard work, and I hate hard work, uh, but in the last 20 years, there's only been one horse to win these races, or one, more than one of these, to win more than one of these races on, on the occasion. There's been only one horse that has won more than one of those uh, races, the Chelsea, the Translator Furious, and the Concord. There's only been one horse who's won more than one of them, right? Now think about it for a minute, because it's a pretty easy question, because I've only narrowed it down to the 20 years, and I haven't asked you for the, the race that it won. You got that, Richard? Have you got it yourself? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I said. It's one of those that you think so. You know, like, I couldn't believe there's only one horse that did it. You've got to be pretty good to win a Group 1 and a Group 2 race, mm. but this horse won two of these races. Mm. Most of them won one of the races a couple of times, but this horse won... Two of these races, okay? So just think about it for a minute. The first person through on 13.53.53 wins the twin pack of Windy Peak. We'll send you out some Pinot Grigio and Shiraz this week because they're, they're my two favourites. I'd like to send you my favourite white along the way. And there's three whites, three reds, and as I've said before, they're all very reasonably priced. You go out to the track of a day trying to back a winner a price, well, this is a winner at a price, the right price for the right bottle of wine. I'm blowed if I know how they make them for the price. Have we got a winner yet? Danny from Heathcote is no, on the money this won. morning. Danny, Danny from Heathcote. Good on you, Danny. Yeah. I, I mentioned this before. Dad, you know, like people would know that Danny's been a regular listener from day one. He was the person who won our very first competition. Uh, he has a wife who ha is a record holder at the Sydney uh, Royal Easter Show. She has been, uh, uh, you know, when people pr you know, pr put their things on, on display, and she's been displaying there uh, for the long, longer than anybody else. So there you go. Good on you, Danny. 
Good to see you. Danny, Danny drinks sweet wines. Good on you. That's lovely. Good to see you. Well, the answer is very simple. I said, if I had have asked you what race is, it might have taken a little bit of, bit of time. But Winks, of course, was the horse. Mm. It's the only one to one most. The tramway, and I can't think of it. So the Chelmsford? Yeah. Um, I, I'm just trying to think. Hang on, I might, I might even in my, in, in my, yeah, was it the uh, Chelmsford and the, and the, and the tramway? 1,200 and 1,600. 2014 in the, uh, uh, in the 1200 and so the 1600, the Thompson was 2017. Shows you how it is to win a couple of them. Okay, but they were run over 1000, 1200, 1400, and 1600. And I thought, well, there'll be a few horses that have won this a couple of times. But no, it didn't work out that way. Only one, the fabulous Winks. All right, mate, I'll leave you go because you've got plenty of punting to do this afternoon. Takes plenty of concentration for you. So I wish you the best, and I wish all our listeners the best in trying to find a winner along the way, okay? Good on you, Paul. Well done. Thank you, Richard. Do it again next weekend. Good on you. Paul and Rosali, thank you. The Debordley Quiz, great sponsors of this show. They have been for a long time. And Danny from Heathcote uh, has come up with the uh, the vino this morning. Good on you, Danny. Winks the answer at 11 o'clock here on Racing HQ Saturday break. And uh, we'll come back with Tim Owens and Trading Places, how the, ta- how the tab will play Ramick this afternoon. Trying to look Pepper on takeover target. I remember in command last gallop, he was a bit heavy and he only had the one run. Joe was a bit worried that he's married a bit of condition. I wanted him to have a good hit out. I galloped him and Joe said to me, oh, you didn't think it's too much of a squeeze. And said, Joe, there was only one more thing he was going to do was either take off. Yeah. I'll take quick. I said, I don't go any quicker than that. 11am Monday on Racing HQ. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with tab trader Tim Owen. Yeah, Tim's joining us here on uh, Sky Sports Radio. It's time for Trading Places. Tim, good morning to you. And what's a bit of a dreary old Sydney morning, but there's going to be some happy owners out there. Their horse can handle a rain-affected track. G'day, Tim. G'day, Richard. Yeah, certainly interesting to see uh, the track downgrade earlier this morning now into the heavy range. So uh, we didn't really figure for a heavy track earlier the week when we were pricing this meeting, so there could be a few uh, holes in the market on those heavy trackers. Uh, just some uh, change of tactics here before we dive in here, Tim. Salir, race one, number 18, Salir, to be ridden further forward. Race two, number 11, Mike Rayner, come on, son, to be ridden further forward. Race two, number nine, Navajo Pete, to be ridden further forward. And race four, number nine, too much to bear, to be ridden conservatively for your speed maps out there. Let's uh, let's jump in here, Tim, to race number one, the highway, not too far away, where it does appear to be mostly about number eight here, Opal Ridge. She sits as a two dollar fifty favourite. Yeah, uh, rare we have a highway with such a short price favourite as uh, this one, Opal Ridge, Richard. But we do have that here. We put up our uh, four dollars on Wednesday, so has been a genuine day for this filly, uh, despite some light deductions. 
Uh, although she does look the horse with the most upside, we're sort of thinking that 250 is a rock bottom quote. Uh, did hit to as short as 240 this morning, so just out slightly from there. Um, they're just some seasoned highway horses in this race, and I think uh, if there's any uh, chinks in the boom horse's armour here, they'll be right there to capitalise on it. So her first run was forgivable. Last run, sorry, was forgivable. But uh, that's the only time we've seen her over, over 1,200 metres, and there's still a question as to whether she uh, handles running out this trip. So happy to oppose her at the $2.50, and I think she'll keep drifting towards that probably $3 range at the jump. Whereas uh, the second pick participator is the one we're keeping safe. Uh, has been a little easy this morning, but just thought he was good at his return from a long spell and he should improve out to the 1,200. So happy to take on the favourite and keep safe participator. Race two is your midway. Nice open market here. Number six, Scorchland, 420 favourite. Nine, Navajo Peak, 550. 11, Microna, 650. Bella Violet there at 750. Baccio Del Mist, 950. A pretty competitive midway here, Tim, for race two. Yeah, it is a competitive race, Richard. It's actually probably been one of the quieter betting races of the day, as we sometimes see for the midways. But uh, we've got Scorchland as favourite here. It's been $5 into four twenty this morning, and we're continuing to get a decent amount of money at that quote. Uh, he brings winning midway form to the race, and he's been consistent all preparation. So I think he's a deserved favourite, and that's probably around the right price, around uh, $4.00. Although he does go up in the weights here is probably the one negative. Uh, whereas the one we were probably opposed to here was my Kroner. Uh, she's five fifty at the six fifty this morning and I think she'll continue drifting. She just doesn't win out of turn and tends to save her best uh, for the provincial tracks usually. So happy to let her get out in the betting. Whereas the one we'll be keeping safe probably Baccio Del Miss. Uh, last start winner at the midweeks, albeit at big odds and uh She's actually our worst way at the moment, has been most of the week, so not looking to uh, hold too much money on her if possible. Race three, be- uh, the mares here, benchmark 78, 1100 metres, open market, number four, Jalay, she's $5, number one, Rubenocchi, $6, number uh, 11, Duchy of Savoy, $6, number 13, Hoover, Lucy, seven fifty, and number three, Party for One, not double figures anymore, an $8.50 fixed chance with a tab shorter on the tote. Yeah, interesting betting market, as we often see for these mares races, wide open. Um, Jalalay and Rubenocchi did were both $5 equal favourites post-scratching this morning. Uh, we just eased Rubenocchi out from $5 to $6. We were just happy to take her on. Uh, although she is backing up, we're just concerned she'll have to do too much uh, work from that wide gate of gate 10, and uh, she's just feel the weights are starting to catch up with her now, despite the claim. Um, whereas the one we were probably looking to keep safe was Jalway. Uh, just drawn in the right spot, J-Mac on board. Uh, and that form behind Meg uh, last start doesn't look so bad now that uh, Meg won a black-type race at Wyong yesterday. So basically happy to uh, keep safe Jalway while taking on Rubenocchi. And the one at odds was Lady Bant that we liked, uh, just in good form, and I think $26 is over the odds. Yeah, tend to agree. Race four, first of the features here, the uh, YLC City Tattersalls Club Cup. City Tattersalls Club Cup, slow it down. Listed race, mile and a half. And uh, number seven, Cadre de Noir, 440 favourite. Number nine, too much to bear, 480. And number five through Irish Eyes, a $5 chance for the mile and a half. It'll feel a little longer than that this afternoon. 
Yeah, it sure will, Richard. Um, it's been an interesting race, this one. We did have the top two come out of the market. And where we see that happen, uh, we can sometimes see a few strange-looking market moves uh, post the scratching just with, you know, punters adjusting their speed maps and things like that uh, post those key runners coming out. But after the wash-up, uh, Kadre Noir did come up favourite at 380 earlier this morning. He's now out to 440. We were initially looking to keep them safe. We liked the last start win, but just with the lack of interest this morning where you know, happy to ease them out a little bit now to that 440 mark. Uh, whereas we were also happy to take on a little uh, through Irish eyes. Just feel he's had his chances recently and he's been a little easy this morning. Whereas the one we were looking to keep safe was probably uh, Realm of Flowers at a decent price. Uh, just she really uh, gets to her best until she gets to, you know, well beyond 2,000 metres. And her first up run wasn't actually that bad. So... She's a classy mare, so and we've had a bit of money for her, so just looking to keep her safe at around that seventeen dollar mark. Well, Chalk Stream has actually been probably the best back runner, but I think it's as sure as it's going to get at five fifty. Okay, race five, the Southern Group, uh, Southern Cross Group, Concord Stakes, set weights and penalties. Group three thousand meters. Number one, Eduardo sits there at two dollars fifty in the favourite. Number eight, Andamat three sixty, and then Zapateo seven dollars. Who lost Mars Crusader at nine thirty this morning? What are you thinking here, Tim? Yeah. Uh Interesting race, this one. Eduardo, uh, he's a class act, there's no doubting that. But uh, we had to be opposed to him at the $1.85 mark this morning. And although he's now out to two fifteen, we're still happy to make him the lay of the day. Uh, just with that 60.5 kilos, as well as, uh, you know, he's now a nine-year-old, they just think there's enough reason to oppose him against some uh, progressive types down in the weights. Uh, with the likes of Zapateo and Andermatt. Just uh, Andermatt's got that unblemished, uh, fresh record, four out of four. And Zapateo is, you know, a mare on the rise, rapidly rising through her grades and probably uh, can, you know, continue progressing throughout the spring, I think. So just thought there was enough reason to oppose Eduardo at the short price. And I think he'll uh, continue easing out from that 215 quote towards possibly, you know, the... 230, 240 mark later today. Who are you liking? Uh, Zapateo and Andermatt were the two there. Probably Andermatt, the main one. Okay, Andermatt, no worries. Let's go into race number six uh, at Ramming today. The Dali Furious, good group of three year old fillies here in secret. 310 and a pretty clear favourite. Number six in secret, $3.10 fixed with the tab. 260 on the toad. Paris Dior's back, she's at 380. She's extremes back of the race is 550. North Star Lass, a bit of talk about her this morning at $8. And Willinga Beast, likewise at 950. Really smart group of uh, girls here, uh, Tim, for the Dali Furious race six. Yeah, it certainly is a nice group of fillies. It's, uh, I certainly think it's the best uh, three-year-old fillies race we've had so far this season. So we, we put up uh, in secret $3 favourite on Wednesday. She got out to three eighty. Uh, there's been a small deduction for She's a Belter, but you'd say she's been pretty easy out to that 310, even after the deduction. Uh, we were actually looking to keep her safe and, you know, probably not get her out too much further from what we've got at the moment. Uh, just think she, the track could favour the run-on types by this stage of the day, and I think uh, she, the race fitness she has over the other horses in the market will probably be key on this 
uh, now heavy track. Paris Dior uh, also looking to keep reasonably safe being the 1,200 metre specialist, whereas the one we were opposed to was uh, She's Extreme. Just think she's got bigger fish to fry later this prep over longer trips and uh, will be better for the run here. Race 7 is the GPI Tramway Stakes. Set weights and penalties group to 1,400 metres. Number one, Zaki. Sits there at $1.80 fixed. Profondo, $5. Ice bath, 7 And Converge, a $9.50 chance. Yeah, interesting uh, the market moves on Zaki. He's sort of been bouncing around somewhere between that $2 and $1.80 uh, all this week. I think the $1.80 is... Uh, rock bottom price and he's probably more like an even money $2.10 chance in our mind. Uh, we'll probably start to ease him out soon enough from that uh, $1.80. Um, just think last prep he started $2.20 first up in Melbourne and was beaten so I think that's probably more like a price he should be today. Whereas we're looking to keep Profondo safe at the $5. Massive run first up in the wing stake and Another one where the fitness edge will come into play, I think, particularly now we're on this heavy track. So uh, happy to take on Zaki a little bit at $1.80 and keep Profondo safe at $5. Okay. Uh, let's um, let's go on to race number eight uh, on the program here, and this is the Daily Press Chelmsford Stakes. Just seeing some pictures there of Hawkesbury. It just looks... Um, wet and wild and windy out there today uh, at Hawkesbury. We'll get an update there. I'm sure uh, keep an eye on, on how the track is going out that way, but uh, Sydney today, isn't it? But race eight, the uh, the big weight for rage here, group two over the mile, and number nine, Surefire. He's a dominant favourite here. He's a $3 favourite. Number 15, Montefilia. She's there at $6. Great man resuming. Mwanga. Uh, she can be forgiving of him last night. I think at six fifty, and then Benno uh, at nine dollars. Numerian nine dollars fifty, and I have a feeling that number ten, No Compromise, runs a cheeky race here at Big Odds. But uh, what are your thoughts here, Tim, on the Chelmsford race eight? Yeah, Richard Shawfire has actually been one of the better back favourites on the card. He's firmed in from uh, four twenty, touched as short as two ninety, now just back out to the three dollars. We've racked up a decent liability on him throughout the week, uh, so he's one we're going to be looking to keep safe. We also just think he's probably the most progressive uh, horse in the race, and we've had a stack of money for him in the Caulfield Cup, actually, where he's now equal $11 favourite with Duace. So just think with the upside he's got and the money we've had during the week, we're happy to keep him safe at the $3 mark. Whereas the two we were opposed to was uh, Montefilia, at the $6, just can't help feel that that's too short when last year in this race she was an $18 chance. And although she did run well, I just feel uh, she'll be improved for the run and that the $6 is too short. Whereas Mwonga, as you say, we were somewhat forgiving of his first up run, but just feel he maybe could have done a little bit more. Um, but the punters are a bit little less forgiving than you and I, Richard. We haven't had much interest and... Uh, Happy to let his price get out. Currently at six fifty, but I think it'll actually start a little longer. 
just on the money we've seen so far today. On to race nine, uh, benchmark 78, 1,200 metres, and number five, Silent Impact. He's a pretty fair animal. Good to see him back at the races. $2.90 favourite, six star man, 550. Arbitration number 13, 650. And number 14, Hell I Am, is going along well at $7. Uh, race number nine here, Tim. Yeah, it's been a massive go on this uh, favourite silent impact. We actually put up ten dollars as much as ten dollars earlier in the week. He did get in as short as two seventy. Just eased back out to that two ninety this morning. Uh, he's a lightly raced progressive horse, but uh, at that sort of price, I think we have to take him on. Uh, his trials were respectable, and he certainly did enough. But uh, they, we didn't feel there were anything to write home about. And just to justify a price like two nine in this field, we feel he'll need to uh, improve from his three-year-old ratings. While uh, you know he could well do that, I just think there's enough reason to take him on at that price. Whereas the ones we were looking to keep safe was Hell I Am. Uh, was well back last week in a stakes race before being scratched. Uh, and there's been a little money for it this morning, $8 into $7. And the other two were War Eternal and Fire Legend, which have also both had a bit of specking uh, first up from a spell. So basically happy to uh, oppose favourite at that short quote there. We did make a bit of a mistake earlier in the week, but I think he's far too short at 2.90. Okay, War Eternal doesn't matter where track. He's uh, a real yard watch today. He's quite a classy horse on his day, War Eternal. Uh, race 10, uh, Tim, we finish off here with a benchmark 94 over the mile. Number 13, Wicklow, $3.50 favourite. 14, Niffler, $6. Uh, 18, Bold Mac in the mix here at $7.50. And $8.50 about 8, Alcyone and 17, Apacity. Some horses we know pretty well, and I suppose, Tim, Wicklow the favourite on account of he looks like that emerging type going the right way. Yeah, he certainly does, Richard. Um, but it, this is a, I, we just feel that this is a much tougher race than what he contested last start. He does look to be going in the right direction, but there's a number of uh, nice horses in this race with a bit of upside, I think. So we've got enough reason to oppose him. He was as short as 310 this morning, which I think was far too short. The 360 is probably more of a reasonable price, but I think he'll continue easing towards that uh, $4 sort of mark. Um, just think uh, he'll need a bit of luck in this big field uh, from gate seven. It's hard to know where he'll get to. Um, opacity has been a big drifter as well, actually. We put it up short earlier in the week, but it's actually been 440 out to 8.50. So punches are getting a little bit wide on this race this morning. The two we were looking to keep most safe would probably be uh, Bolt Mac. Just gets in well with the 52 kilos. Uh, the track getting into the heavy rates should certainly suit him. And the other one was Giannis at a decent price, $16. Just had an impossible weight and actually ran quite well in the Mewellen Bar Cup last start, which was actually quite a strong race being a big dance qualifier. So happy to keep that wall pair of Giannis and Old Mac safe while taking on Wicklow. Good on you, Tim. Well done. So, uh, lay of the day is Eduardo and uh, download the tab app and get involved. Can to see how these prices go during the day. We're on a heavy eight. So, yeah, I was going to say good luck to you guys at the tab, but I won't because we want to get you for the fourth week in the row with the uh, with the Behind the Gates multi. We're doing our best. 
Sounds good, Richard. Uh, best of luck to anyone having a bet today. Good on you. Thank you. There he is, Tim Owens. And Tim, um, he does the form uh, for Sydney and knows all about these uh, uh, horses and where the tab are going and what they're thinking of doing. Um, now, just some more details coming through. Race six, number 11, Madame Pomery. The stable confirmed the intention is to ride the filly positively. That's Ramick race six, number 11. Race six, number 12, Wingardium. The option to be ridden further forward. And Hawkesbury today, race one, number one, London, to be ridden further forward with the intention to lead. So that just gives you a bit of an idea as what some of the stables are thinking and those various change of tactics. If you have social media, uh, Twitter in particular, jump on the... um Jump on the Twitter, the stewards feed there and they'll give you all the race day updates as they come through. They're racing at Morpherville in Adelaide today. Good program, uh, big program to get through. Ten races and Pete Ellis is on the line. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Very well. Before we talk about Adelaide, have you had much of a look at, at Sydney's today? Have you done any wet track form for Sydney? No, I haven't again. I'll, uh, I thought I'd wait another couple of weeks till we get a bit more form to work. I've only got a heavy track there again today. Oh, yeah. Well, heavy eight uh, at the moment, uh, and it's just been a bit of a miserable old morning here. Yeah, it's been exciting the last couple of weeks. We've had some good tracks to work, also some legitimate form, so we don't need any more heavies after today. But, yeah, I'm about a week away from getting serious about the, the Melbourne and Sydney big races, yeah. So. Excellent. So we've got ten races to get through today at uh, Morkville, so we'll do our best... Uh, there. Let's get stuck in. The stayers uh, race one here, Peter. Uh, benchmark 80 over the 2,500 metres. Number three, Miss Gobcane, is a $2 fixed favourite. Number two, Silent Command 550. Number four, Smiling Assassin, is there at $5.50 for the distance race the first. Yeah, they normally test me the distance race, but I think this will win Miss Gobcane, uh, the Victorian. She was very impressive winning a Morphville two runs ago, and then just last start, she had that big weight on the heavy track and just peaked on a run, but I thought she'd be winning here. I got silent command today, and Jay was ridden quiet uh, the other day and hit the line strongly. Don't drop a couple of kilos. Uh, so Cornella Horse sticks with the whistler. She's in career best form, but she's tougher and classy Joe's. So on trial of the trip, he's been close up his past two or 2,000, is very honest. So... So in the first, I was with um, three, two, five, and one. Okay, three, two, five, one in the first race. Two we go to now uh, is a maiden set weight three-year-olds, eleven hundred metres for the second. Number seven, Shripper, uh, is at a dollar ninety. Number eleven, pretty reliable, four twenty. And number six, Pearl Adios, at seven dollars fifty. Few first starters there. Base of Fire, uh, Nostria, and more money, please. I suppose we'll keep an eye uh, on them in the yard here, Peter, for race two. A couple of them are trial well too. So, but I think two for over the fight out. We'll go with Shripper, as the as uh, the way you pronounce it. That'll do me. It's the two runs back. Uh, in Feb, March were very good, including the last one placed in that uh, two-year-old classic there at the bridge, and has trialled well. So I've got it on top. Um, pretty reliable. You'd run on debut, just charged, so I probably should have won when placed at the bridge behind Intrepid Eagle. Phil Adios is certainly an improvement. It was a better effort to call her the other day. And the Stria uh, won the trial where I won Ken Sweeney's stables in form, so... I'm um, with 7, 11, 6 and 5. On to race 3 we go. The Thomas Farms Handicap. Ratings 58,050 metres. And number 7, Elsa's Pride. $3.90 favourite. Looks promising. 4, Magic Phantom. $6. Number 9, Extremely Discreet at six fifty. And Better Eddie. Breakthrough the other day is a $7 chance. As is number 8, Fields of Henry.
Yeah, never easy stepping in a maiden grade, but you're right, she was impressive else's pride. She tried well before winning there on debut, just sitting outside the leader there in the park. It was a midweeker that won very easily. I've got feels and Atherai the danger. Just too close to, the other day at the bridge, uh, hit the line strongly its previous two. Magic Phantom can mix his form. A long way back at the park last time in place and loped the walk just in the slow lane uh, when resuming. This score back-to-back wins at uh, around or around last November, so I'm with uh, the favourites, seven of eight, eight, four and five. Takes us on to race four out of Morpha Villa, uh, benchmark 68, going over the 1,800 metres. Top of the market is number seven, Take Me North, $3.70 favourite. Number two, Trump Star, is at $4.60. Four, Rapid Razor, a $5 chance. Number three, four, Outlaws at six fifty, And number six, African Awesome, is a $7.50 chance. But race four here, Pete, number seven, Take Me North, a current 370 favourite. Yeah, committed the race, uh, Richard. I'm with the favourite. It was a 10 to 1 chance the other day at the bridge and probably should have won. Got a long way back and flew home when, uh, when second and rapid raise. It drops four kilos on that run. African Awesome, I think, suited to the 1800. Was a huge effort at the bridge two runs ago. And just last start, uh, just got run down late there with the weight. So Benet's a stayer, but it'll be running on. It's got no weight, 52 and a half. And four outlaws got out to the... The 1700 the other day at uh, Warnable and won easily, so it's certainly a chance hitting in the right direction. But keen on the seven, to beat six, eight, and three. Race five is a benchmark 72. We go over the mile. Number two, Melody Man is a $4 fixed favourite. Number nine, Aspen, Colorado, 420 fixed. 270 on the tone. I know we had Dean Lester on before, and Dean, I quite liked uh, this Aspen, Colorado. Six unlaced at $5. Number three, he's exclusive at $7. And number eight, Bolt by an $8 chance. An open enough market here, Peter, for race five. Yeah, I'm with Melody, man. Uh, he's a classy six year old. He was a little bit disappointing first up, but bounced off that with a, an ultra impressive win there, beat Angelic Center, who was runner up at Mornington yesterday. So six weeks between runs, but uh, if it's anywhere near right, he looks the winner. Aspen, Colorado, the Victorian, but solid form in Victoria last start. Uh, uh, just got back against the pattern there at uh, Geelong when they're favourite in fourth. Um, unlaced, on pace, racing really well. The claims are plus, and bolt by. We're just too close in a, on a rolling pace last time. It was a winner at uh, the bridge prior to that, so it's certainly a hope. But, I'm with uh, the quality gallop at the two to be three, six and eight. On to race six, the Grand Syndicate's joint team grand today. Sammy Lyons and the crew, benchmark 82 over the 1,050. Number 11, Keep Reading, is a $3.30 favourite. Number nine, Great Diviner at $6. One, Tequila Time, $7. Number four, No Name Lane at $7.50. And $8.50 about numbers eight, Extra Mile and 10, Spark Up. But number 11, Keep Reading, pretty firm favourite for race six. Yeah, what's the favourite? You might get better because it's a really, a really tough race. Uh, just found the class just stronger to the way for eight conditions of the, the lightning. was a really good run at the parks prior to that. So 54 kilos back to a, an 82 and drawn the box seat. I've got extra mile of danger. Peter him is they're going to be running on, which he has done his last two at the bridge. Last two wins were at Morphville, uh, so that's a plus. And a lot of big odds, consistent, the claim inside gate and the quiller time, of course, uh, He's down in Graves. He's got a big weight in the wide gate. So 
couple of negatives there, but I'm with the 11 to beat 8, 6 and 1. Race 7, first leg of the quaddy, uh, rating 62 over the 1,200 metres, and uh, bo- uh, top of the market here is number 11, Nana Dulce, $4.80. Fixed favourite number five, scenic hosted five fifty, Bellavado tab number six resumes here is at six dollars, Kankamaru number four at seven dollars, number one born to run is a seven dollar fifty chance. So uh, a nice open market again, Pete for race number seven, number eleven, Nana Dolce the favourite. Yeah, tough quality, uh, Richard. You know what's the uh, Bellavado? Progressive type who resumes here. Was a real, there was a place you can down uh, in, in Victoria, obviously. His most recent start was a huge run of Gawler prior to that after the win of that course. So I'm with him. Scenic Coast, uh, the dry track certainly suited for the bridge last start when uh, a fast finishing second behind the Victorian Chaloon. Born to run, um, to improve with each local run. Uh, it was an impressive winner of a maiden there at Morville last night. Nana Dolce, the favourite, has been close up its uh, last two. Certainly has a chance on the quick back up from last week. I'm with uh, 6, 5, 1 and 11. Takes us to race 8 today and uh, we will have a benchmark 60 over the mile for race number 8 at Morverville. Another open market sees number 10, Turfit, as a $4.80 favourite. Number 4, the big Kahuna at $5. 12 more shots at $6. 1 short story, 7. 5, Ziggy Rock, 7. And number 11, Sea of Secrets, is an $8 chance. Can you just sort them out, Pete, for race 8? Yeah, probably is chance to break through or her chance to break through too. If it, uh, just in the slow lane, the other two runs ago there at Balfourville and then uh, last week at the, the parks was, uh, was a good second. So I've got it on top. I'll kill them on the danger. It's good value. Certainly a specialist of 1,600, but you got out there last time and just missed there and be fitted for that run. Ziggy Rocks, uh, ex-New South Wales Gulliver, going really well for the for the new stable and um, the big kahunas. Uh, Progressive type was a big price uh, there at Morkville and resuming and hit the line strongly, so it'll be better for that. I'm um, 10, 3, 5 and 4. Race 9 is the on-fire racing syndication handicap, rating 62, 1,200 metres. Again, a $5 favourite here, number 1, Run and Tell. Number 2, Victory Club, 550. 13, Flight Deck at 650. And number 9, Ultimate Victory, an $8.50 chance. I suppose those in double figures might give a hope to as well here, Peter, for race 9. Yeah, another surprise. And with Ultimate Victory, I think 850 is a good price, so... Just drew in last start uh, the race table one that was a negative there. Hit the line strongly its uh, previous two runs, one on the parks and one up more Um Flight deck uh, be better over further, but it uh, was a certainly beaten the Bella Clubbers before a break. Went to Flemington over two thousand charged time went poor, so got plenty of upside. Victory Club uh, its two runs back have been uh, been good, and I thought two times twice just picked up Lake Man and resuming. We'll certainly be fitter for that. So it was 9, 13, 2 and 4. Race 10. Last of the day. Benchmark 68, 1,050. And Taunting appears here and is a $2.10 favourite. Number 7, Seville, $5. 11, So You Can at uh, seven fifty And 12, Hope at Hand at $8. He's always promised a bit taunting. Yeah, we'll see what we can do here, Pete. Yeah, I'd imagine uh, he probably could be heading to Melbourne. He's had a couple of Victoria Adelaide bombs really good with... Uh, Three wins in a second. Good first up, winning at the bridge there. He's got a mile back. And up on the inside against the pattern was too good. Got Agrimani, the danger. It's fresh enough here, ex-New South Wales. Gulliver, you know pretty well. At one fresh at the parks a couple of runs ago. Seville, a big win there at Morphville from a mile back last start. And the horse that beat uh, Sayakan is certainly a hope with a big drop in weight. Uh, 
I was one, two, seven, eleven. What's the best today at Morpherville, Peter? I think we'll make it so easy. I think in the first, uh, Richard raced uh, one, number three, Miss Godkind. The rest of the day is pretty tough. So. Okay, beautiful, Peter. Nice work, and we'll do it again next Saturday morning. Good luck today. Thanks, Richard. You too. Peter Ellis saw the form there for Adelaide. Thank you, Pete. Uh, Hawkesbury race six, number seven, Powderfinger, to be ridden further forward with the intention to lead. Race 10 at Randwick, number 18, Bold Mac, to be ridden further forward. Hawkesbury is a soft seven as of five minutes ago. A further three mils since eight o'clock. So Hawkesbury down to a soft seven. And Ramwick race two, number 15, Essential Sky, to be ridden conservatively from the wide barrier. That might bring you up to speed with um, different uh, change of tactics and that kind of thing around the place today. Um, that does bring Racing HQ Saturday to a close for today. Massive thanks to all of those people who joined us this morning, uh, trainers and uh, all different people who we no doubt uh, know you're busy on race morning, but uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on to have a chat uh, to us this morning. Hope you find a stack of winners. Good luck to the behind the gates multi players and the punters panel multi players who have had a crack yesterday with uh, with Dave and the guys there. So good luck to the punters panel and the behind the gates multi players. We're about uh, nine minutes away from the first race at Rose Hill Gardens. Next week, it is Run to the Rose Day, the Run to the Rose. I was at a Gary Portelli's yesterday to say that he's keen to produce Fireburn and Sajardin next weekend are an, is an understatement. They both look great. Theo Marks Day, the Scirocco Stakes Group 2. We might see It's Me there. Uh, and the Ming Dynasty as well. That's uh, Rose Hill Gardens next weekend. That is Racing HQ Saturday. We'll take a break. Simon Harrison, he's all fired up to take it in the first part of race day. Enjoy today. Hope you find a stack of winners and have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday morning for Racing HQ Saturday. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Oh, the Blind Factory. They say that Hey, Brett, why does radio advertising work so well for the Blind Factory? I think it's about trust. You know, the, the station has a lot of trust with the listeners and uh, and obviously their talent on air. And that extends to us as advertisers. Your ads are pretty hard to miss. <laughs> the recall is off the charts. Luckily, the song is too. <laughs> Discover the unlimited ways to make your brand a household name at commercialradio.com.au. Radio. Unlimited. Sky Sports Radio, with the latest winning info right now on Racing HQ. Good morning, Simon Harrison in the chair at 28 minutes to midday. They are in the yard for the first at Ramwick, so let's take an update with Darren. Behind the Gates with Brad Davidson and Darren Flindell, 10 a.m. Saturday. There's a bit happening uh, in this race as they just start to move out onto the track. Opal Ridge this morning was as short as 2.15, so it's on the drift now out to 2.60. Market from the top, Jalmari 34. Pure Fuego out to $13 now. So Country, who was 11 this morning, is shortened into 9. Participator quite steady at the $5 price. Platara's been spec. 
at big odds for 61 earlier and has halved that price down to 31. Prince Nakoni hasn't really changed all day at 17. And Opal Ridge is out to $2.60. Uh, extra approval at 17. No real change there. Wizard of Oz at 21. Dan's Adele, who went out quite early, was 41 this morning into 26. Trained by Terry Robinson. Great record in the highways, Terry. Uh, Mosquito, who's been racing really well in the Northern Rivers, is $21. No real change to uh, to her price, shooting for three in a row. My Girona at 41. Solera, 21. And Solera will be ridden further forward. Just no just Taylor's picked up the ride and brazen impact at $61. So the three-year-old filly, in fact, she'll officially be three in a few weeks from now. Opal Ridge is the favourite at $2.60 in this uh, highway race being staged over 1,200 metres. Add us to you in five minutes from now. Thank you, uh, Darren. So more to come in the build-up to Randwick. What we can do now is take a look at the tab movers for the Queensland meet meeting at Doombin. Now, they're on a soft seven, and Nicole Thomas joins me. Nicole, good morning. Good morning to you, Simon. Right, let's take a look at where the money is going for Brisbane. The first race, which is due in 14 minutes, is a three-year-old benchmark 70 over 1,630 metres. Well, the favourite's Lammer here, but there's no money for it at this stage. Number two, it has drifted out to $1.80, so it's still very short. But the one punters like is Money Man, number four. It's gone from $7 into five, just back out to $6 now. Looking for another one they've backed, and maybe Alter Boy is the next best. But Money Man's going to be our mover in the first. So Money Man in the first. Over to race two. This one's a benchmark 72, three-year-old, over 1,050. Another shorty here in Steady Ready at $1.60, but that's not the one the punters want. Kobe Lad, number five's been backed eight dollars into 650 and a real roughie here yankee river number six 61 into 26 so i'm going kobe lad number five as our market mover that's race two horse five over to the third event a benchmark 78 here over the 1110 an excellent move for the favourite here, Caribbean King. It's number seven. It's into 310 from 460. And if you're looking for a roughie in this race, the best of them is Say Hey, a number four. It's gone from $31 now into 16. But Caribbean King, clearly our market mover in race three. Caribbean King in the third, the push over to race four, the Jim McGowan benchmark 85 here, over 1,050. There is a deduction here, 15 cent one. After that, B Water, my friend, is the really the only one the punters want. It's number nine, about 3.90 we bet into that $3.30 quote after that deduction. So B Water, my friend, clearly on top, number nine. Number nine, the push race four to race five. This is the Tats Arcade Class 3 over 1,630. Gold deal number nine's been well back, particularly this morning. It's now into $3, in from $4, and I've taken into account a 20-cent deduction as well. Uh, there's a couple of others that punters like. Coupe de Tonnerre, number one. It's into four sixty from five fifty. And Love Planet, it's had some admirers as well, number four. But gold deal, clearly the one, number nine. So, number nine, the move, gold deal. That's in race five. First leg of the Brisbane Quaddy race six is a benchmark 80 over 2,030. Yeah, we've had a late scratching of Otara here, number 10. So after that, the Ritz has really been backed by the punters. Number one in the race, 320. Even after a 24-cent deduction, we bet 320 to 260, now 250. So the Ritz, clearly our market mover in race six. That's race six over to race seven. Second leg at a quaddy, the conservatory class six over the 1630. Yeah, punters like the two favourites here, Jakama and Aussie Nugget. Out of the two of them, Aussie Nugget has been the better back, number three. It's into 370 from an opening $5, whereas Jakama's been 325 into 310. So Aussie Nugget gets the nod, number three. Number three over to race eight. This is the Sky Racing Tats Members Cup over 1350. 
Hey, Sir Rocket is a big drifter in this race, the original favourite. It's now equal favourite with the one that's been back, Snippy Fox, number six. This has been really heavily back, $5.50 we bet. It's now into $3.60 and it still looks to be on its way down. Snippy Fox, our market mover in race eight. So Snippy Fox there, race eight, and race nine, the last to benchmark 80 over 1350 the favourite short enterprise Mia and only has been solid at that dollar sixty quote after deductions. And the one punters like at a price Parco number five, seventeen dollars into eleven dollars, a nice move there. And Big Bad Bruce is the other one, number nine, seven into five, and that's the one I'll go with, number nine, Big Bad Bruce. Big Bad Bruce in the last. What was the best Brisbane? I'm giving it to Gold Deal back in race five. Good support this morning. It's race five, number nine. It's into $3 now, Gold Deal. Okay, thanks to Cole. Now we'll get you back on around 10 to 12 and take a look at the movers for Mooney Valley. Sounds good, Simon. Uh, let's get Chantel's pick of the yard, Sydney. She's with Pure Fuego here for Cam Crockett. It's out from race number one as they go to the gates for the highway. Chantel Buckley, who do you like? Well, I had Opal Ridge on top because she's the one of the first horses I'd seen walk into the yard. And then Pure Fuego walked in. He was a little bit late, but my God, he took uh, my eye there. He looked too good not to put on top. So he's on top. Opal Ridge, I think she's a clear standout as well. But we'll go Pure Fuego first. Yeah, I'm a bit uh, the same. I'm eight, four, two, and three. I'm with the favourite though. This little filly, uh, um, I won't say little, but this lovely up-and-coming filly, Opal Ridge. I think she's beautifully placed here. If McDonald can just give her a little bit of a dig and hold that position, I think she might be too good. I'm very more wary of participating here because he's untapped. <laughs> we'll learn more about him here today. Um, although uh, we're, we're still unknown with him on wet tracks, but he dead set will eat up the extra hundred metres and maybe one further. I agree with Pure Fuego. He looks good odds for a horse that's trialled nicely leading into this. He's been placed on the heavy in a couple of good slow runs and best of the rest is so country. Being nice and fresh and two of his three wins have been on heavy tracks. Eight, four, two and three. This uh, She's pretty solid, this favourite, Quinn. Eight, four, two, three and they are about to load up for the first on Chelmsford Stakes Day. Race one, Doombin on the soft seven is due in eight. Lama is the favourite at a dollar and eighty cents. Uh, in a moment around me. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Opal Ridge priced at $2.50. Dan Zadel goes forward. Yeah, thanks a lot, uh, Cassie. Welcome to the coverage here at uh, Royal Roundwick. Big days racing ahead. We're on a heavy eight. There's been enough rain this morning since the initial track inspection, and we've got a significant southerly wind blowing, which will be a tailwind for them in the in the home straight. And they're filling the barriers here very well for the first on Tramway Chelmsford Stakes Day and also the Concord Mask Crusader a late scratching in the sprint today and Eduardo clear-cut favourite in front of Andermatt as the first leg of the sprint series gets underway here today. Now, so Country, who's the third pick in the market, about to go forward along with Jalmari. Now, Danny Williams has three in the race, but both Jalmari and Prince Nakoni in the same colours. So Prince Nakoni will have the white-coloured cap on. This is so Country going in for Dylan Gibbons. And we await now on Jalmari, along with the favourite Opal Ridge, and my Garona in the green will be one of the last to go forward. This is one of the shortest price favourites in a highway in quite a while, Opal Ridge, $2.60. Normally they're much more open races than this, but she's been in much stronger races and uh, she'll turn three in a week or two, Opal Ridge. Short price favourite, 
And racing about to get underway here from a very windy Royal Randwick. Stand by for a start. Ready to run. And the gates are back. They're off and racing. Extra approval blew the start and Opal Ridge has jumped away quite well. So did Prince Nakoni White out looking for the lead. Opal Ridge quickly to second from Wizard of Oz. Then came Salire Handy on the inside of So Country. Jalmari settles midfield in front of Pure Fuego. Then came Dan's Adele. Mike Garona's off the course together with Mosquito. Then came Brazen Impact from Extra Approval. A length and a half further back uh, pulling is Platara. And it's back in last position with the second favourite participator. Rolling to the front, Prince Nakoni clearly approaching the bend by two lengths and Opal Ridge on the outside of Salire. Then so country from Dan Zadell, Wizard of Oz. Further back to extra approval, Pure Fuego and My Garona Deep. Participator still second last, being hard ridden as they turn. Prince Nakoni travels well up the rise. The hot favourite Opal Ridge, the filly is just cruising behind it. It's Prince Nakoni, a length clear from Opal Ridge. Now McDonald said, go on the filly. What's in the Tank. Opal Ridge giving chase here to Prince Nakoni, who's still in front. Prince Nakoni ahead in front to Opal Ridge. She's lifting the outside. Opal Ridge goes to Prince Nakoni. Opal Ridge is going to get up. Opal Ridge won it by a long neck on the line to Prince Nakoni. A gap back to Salire in third position. Then came extra approval from Dan Zadella and closing off at the end, Jalmari in front of So Country, then Pure Fuego. A gap back to Wizard of Oz and about ten lengths off then to Mike Garona from Mosquito Brazen Impact and last to finish was Platara. Eight Opal Ridge for J Mac paid two ten one fifty seven Prince to Candy at three sixty and eighteen Saliro five twenty business there on the filly, and she was able to find a run down again Prince Nakoni, who gave a very good sight there in the lead. Prince Nakoni, Tim Clark for for Danny Williams. And they absolutely gap the rest. I think it's Salire. I called in third position, number 18. And a big gap back as well. Just Taylor in the saddle on the Cameron Crockett trained runner there. So Opal Ridge dropping to Highway Company today. She's entitled to do, given the fact she's trained at Scone. But she chased home Troach in a two-year-old handicap race on July 30 and then raced very wide in defeat in the Silver Shadow here a fortnight ago. They've run the time of 1.13.80 for first use of the track here over 1,200 metres. It's a heavy eight and a slow run race too. 1.13.8, or slow time. 36.92 the last 600 metres with a tailwind in the straight 30. 6.92. Officially fourth in was number 10. Extra approval. The winning margin there was a long neck. Long neck the margin and those numbers confirmed. 8, 7, 18 and 10. 13 finishing in fifth. That being Dan Zadell. So a long neck the winning margin. A good gap back to third. Wrapping up the details on the first at Ramwick. Three lengths the official margin between second and third. Take dividends to come. Uh, we've got a big 10 race program at Morfordville on a soft six this afternoon. Race called at Tim Edwards joins me. Tim, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Simon. Good morning, everyone. Uh, righto, Tim. What have you made your best on the card? I've made the best take me north, race four, number seven, I felt today. Uh, his last two performances have suggested a win's coming very soon. So race four, number seven is the best. And the best value bet, Simon, is race nine, number nine, ultimate victory at about $8.50. I think you get a good run for your money. Fourth run back from a spell for him. Uh, he looks to park just off the speed and he should be able to get home hard. So race four, number seven is the best. And, and the best value there at Morpeville, race nine, number nine. It is overcast at the moment. Uh, as you said, we're on a soft-rated track here for racing at Morpeville. Hopefully we don't get too many showers. 
uh, race one's in queue in about 20 minutes from now. Good on you, Tim, and there he is, Tim Edwards. Now, here at Toads at Randwick, so 8 Opal Ridge returned 210 and 150, 7 Prince Deconi 360, 18 Silly Ray 520, 10 Fourth Extra Approval, Quinella $16, Exacta $23, Trifecta $265, first four 5256 Late scratching, race two, the Midway Handicap, take out 10 spring break. And the early favourite is Scorched Land at $4.20. That race is due in 30 minutes. Getting down to the start, Brisbane. Hunter's post-mortem with Dave Stanley. Caboo obviously got the job done. Were you surprised at how really sort of stacked up there in the middle stages? Ron Duffersey, he's heading somewhere. It was much better, obviously, the 1,300-metre style of race, and he capitalised. Glenn Muncy. When we got to this race in the preview on Sky Thoroughbred Central, that it was a race where they only wanted to be with one of the two picks. Hunter's post-mortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Now with the flux heading into race one at Doombin, uh, Lammers at $1.70, Alta Boy at $5 and Executive Stress at $5.50. So, uh, $1.75 Lammer, Casey Fogden trained runner. They're just running fractionally late. Hi, it's Brady Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. And for all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third, or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Remember the Australian Cup 2004. Lonro gets jammed out at the 150. Beedman drags him back, gets out and flashes to win. Big finish, but still not a finish on the pallet as good as a glass of Windy Peak wine. Remember, Windy Peak Shiraz by De Bortoli. Here's Newman, race one. Executive stress moves forward. That leaves Money Man and Lambert to complete the line and will be set to go in the first today. Soft seven, the track rating. This is race one. Now, Money Man comes up. Let's go to Doom and rejoin David. Just waiting on Money Man to complete the line, Steve, and will be sent to dispatch him in the first race today. Money Man goes up 1,630 metres, the exact distance of race one. And now they're all in, started with the button, light is on. Ready for action, Lama runs in the red. They're set to go. Off now. 
They jumped in one line. Who'll lead? Initially, Mighty Judd, the outsiders, in front of Executive Stress. Money Man going up outside the pair. Alter Boy will land fourth and Lammer. The odds-on favourite settles in last and fifth position. Going around the first bend, short of 1,400 left to run. Mighty Judd in front with Money Man. Striding up on the outside to be a neck behind Mighty Judd. They're out by two lengths. Alder Boy, the former North Queenslander, a very consistent North Queenslander. He's racing third in the box seat. The pace is only moderate and he just wants to go a little faster. Executive Stress sits up on his outside, a head back. And Lammer just minding his own business at the tail end, two lengths behind the third and fourth horse. Along the back straight, a 1,000 left to run. They really drop anchor down mid-race where Mighty Judd slows them down. Money Man quite content to allow Mighty Judd just to bowl at its leisure. It trails the leader by length. Alder Boy's a length back in third. One to Executive Stress in fourth. Just give it a bit of a push along there to keep its uh, position. And Lammer is last. will have to come from the tail end. Down the side now with about 700 left to run. Mighty Judd's been in front from the get-go. Money Man is second. Third Executive Stress being asked to go. Uh, Maloney on Lammer's just waiting to make a move. And now he can't wait any longer. He takes off three and four wide. And Alder Boy's under a bit of pressure. That first split was 65 and 35. So they certainly haven't been out to break any records. And here's Lammer looming large at the turn. Meanwhile, Mighty Judd was still in front. Lammer now up to second. Money Man's run its race. Then Alder Boy at Executive Stress. Mighty Judd tackled by Lammer on the outside. Hands and heels. And the odds on favourite takes control now with just over 100 left to run. Mighty Judd has run his race. He'll try and hold on for second, which I'd say he will. But uh, Lammer pulling clear. The odds on favourite too good. Beat home Mighty Judd. Alder Boy third. Money Man fourth. And Executive Stress fifth and last in 142 and six at home in 37.22. So David Fowler there with the call of race one Doombin, two Lama for Ryan Maloney return one eighty one twenty, five mighty Judd five thirty and no third for one Alter Boy. It's Fee and Stakes Day at Booney Valley this afternoon, a Cox Plate qualifying race, albeit there's only five lining up this year. However, there are still nine races on the program and nine winners to be found. Nicole Thomas, as I come back to you, let's have a look at the first Booney Valley. It kicks the card off with a soft six track at half past 12, a three-year-old over 1,500. It's a pretty competitive race, but there's money for two runners above the rest. So Major Beale is one of them. Number two has been 460 into 370. And Red Sun Sensation is the other one, number five. Five into the 420 quote. But Major Beale is the best of them, number two. Number two, Major Beale, Ollie and Waterhouse and Bot combine race one, Moody Valley. Race number two is for Power Flow Solutions. It's over the 2040. Punters with a few here, including the favourite Desert Icon, number four, 460 into 390. Preda Turn's been heavily back, number eight. We did open this a much bigger price. We opened up 950. It's now to $4.40. And Irish Flame has had some support as well, number three. But Preda Turn, number eight, our market mover. Preda Turn, number eight, the push in race two to race three. This one is a three year old set weights plus penalties, over 1,200. A really good betting race here again. Number four, Shalaman's a favourite. There's been some support for it. It's uh, it's into three dollars sixty from an opening four twenty. There's one at odds that's been backed. Athletica number three. This was eighteen dollars. It's now into ten. And some money coming for Mullane two number two and Meridius number eleven. So Shalaman still gets the nod as our market mover though. Number four. So Shalaman number four. There race three over to the fourth event. This is the Fian Stakes. The Clams Seafood. Fian Stakes and the group two over 1600 a win and you are into the William Samuel Cox Plate. That's right, and Mr. Brightside is favourite to do so at the dollar eighty quote. Did drift as much as two dollars back into the dollar eighty. So some support this morning putting it back into that quote. But really good money for the second favourite here, Earlswood, number four. It has been six fifty into three sixty. So number four, Earlswood is our tab mover. Earlswood the 
push there in the fourth race for number four. Now over to race five, a top little sprint race here. The Middies McEwen is the group two weight for age dash over a thousand metres. Cool and Gatter, the favourite, is on the drift out to two twenty from a dollar ninety five and money for two other ones. Away game number five, particularly this morning, nine dollars into six fifty overall. And Zoo Style is the other one, the Queenslander number four. It's been ten dollars into seven. So two supported to potentially upset the favourite, but away game number five, our mover. Okay, away game uh, has been purchased recently by Yulong at the Push Dare Race Five. Over to race six, the first leg of the quaddy is the Atlantic Jewel Stakes for the three year old fillies over twelve hundred. Punters with plenty here. Plenty have been backed. I'm loving you. The favourite number three has been supported. It is into $3.60 from an opening three eighty. If you take into account deductions, Portray's been backed at a price into $15. Money for Troach and Lady Laguna. I've noticed some very good money come for this this morning. $7 into four forty overall. So Lady Laguna is the one, number four. So Lady Laguna, Hannibal Neesham trains and Ben Mellon rides. That's uh, horse number four in race six. Over to race seven. Second leg of the quaddy is the Chautauqua Stakes over 1,200. Yeah, money for the top three in the market here. Rangers, Prince of Boom and Corner Pocket. But out of the three of them, Rangers has been the best backed. $9 into the $4.80 quote and it is number four and our mover. Right, so Rangers there, barrier one for Mark Zara, race seven, number four. Uh, race eight is the Drummond Golf Handicap over the mile. Very good money for Uncle Bryn. As soon as we open the market, number five, it's into two forty from an opening three dollars. Did get into two thirty at one point. Military expert is the second favourite. There's also some specking for it into three seventy now from three ninety. And the best roughie in the race is Shot of Irish, number nine. This has gone nineteen into twelve. But Uncle Bryn, incredibly well back, number five. Number five, Uncle Bryn, there in race eight and over to race nine. The PFD Food Services handicap is over sixteen hundred. Punters really like pounding here, number 13. It's going to be the tab mover, $14 into $7.50. If you're looking for two outside of that, Global Gift is definitely one that's been met with some support. And a roughy Cerberus, number 11, this was $51. It's now 23 But pounding, clearly the one in the last. Uh, that's in the last there, power pounding, number 13, the one, uh, Luke Nolan and Peter Moody. What was the best, Melbourne? I think I have to give it to Uncle Bryn. There's plenty of big bets on this. So it is race eight, number five, currently $2.40, Simon. Good stuff. Thanks very much, Nick. Have a great day. Thanks, Simon. You too. Oh, the Blind Factory. They say the imitation hey Brett, is... why does radio advertising work so well for the Blind Factory? I think it's about trust. You know, the, the station has a lot of trust with the listeners and uh, and obviously their talent on air. And that extends to us as advertisers. Your ads are pretty hard to miss. <laughs> the recall is off the charts. Luckily the song is too. <laughs> Discover the unlimited ways to make your brand a household name at commercialradio.com.au. Radio. Unlimited. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Spring is in the air this Saturday with TAB. And for all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the TAB app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local TAB. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in TAB venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift. Get a Toyota forklift. Toyota 
Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. The days are getting longer, the nights are getting warmer. Spring racing has arrived. This year, Queensland takes centre stage for six thrilling weeks of spring racing action. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. You to Dali in 2022. It's a two-length lead for Palace Pier. Races towards the line and Palace Pier is the winner of the Queen Anne. He recorded nine number ones. Five at Group 1 level. But Palace Pier looks too strong. Palace Pier, he's all class. This champion, Moiler. Introducing Palace Pier, Kingman's greatest hit, standing at Darling. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC1051. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Thinking about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started. Even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes are returned in 48 business hours. Just upload your plan or tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website, www.wideline.com.au. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fairplay Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Spring is in the air this Saturday with TAB. And for all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Luke Pepper. Got right into the sort of painting class. Really concentrated on show jumper. We had a little bit of success with and sort of made a few sort of New South Wales red teams but then all of a sudden I started paying for it so I started figuring out how to pay for the horses. Got into working at Marinko Stud down the south coast sort of that's when the thoroughbred sort of industry kicked off with me. Monday's Experts. Monday's Experts. 11am Monday on Racing HQ. Introducing the all new Kia Niro. Available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is designed to cut through, literally. Featuring a Kia First aerodynamic rear pillar design, meaning the wind literally flows through the car. Yes, through the car. The all-new Kia Niro in hybrid or full electric, designed to cut through, literally. Kia, movement that inspires. It's all the game. The renowned Big Sports Breakfast.
Super's grand final lunch. This year, Clarky, Loz, Jamie and yours truly, Jared Middleton, are heading to the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse, Wednesday, September 28th, where the midweek Rose Hill races will be in full swing. Don't miss an afternoon of big laughs, good food and even better company as you mingle with NRL and racing royalty. And of course, you may even get a winner or two with help from our Sky Racing tipsters. Plus, we'll preview Saturday Tab Epsom Day. Get your tickets now at australianturfclub.com.au. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that we can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fairplay Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. All races at Randwick and Mooney Valley. Place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. Today's racing brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. So it's two minutes after midday. We're still awaiting to get in touch with Luke Marlow for best bets at Hawkesbury because uh, Hawkesbury are on today. And later we'll get best bets for Grafton with Rod Fuller. Grafton is due, uh, or those best bets at least for Grafton, uh, due at one o'clock. Okay, now what we might do is take in a, uh, an interview from this morning uh, on uh, the uh, Racing HQ program with Richard Haynes. He caught up with trainer Joe Pride. Good morning, guys. Uh, before we go into today, can I just take you back to Wednesday and, and those people that might, have seen, might not have seen the midweek racing? I think you produced a filly there. We're going to hear a fair bit more of uh, in the, the weeks and months ahead, Cinderella Days. Yeah, she's a lovely filly. She's uh, still quite raw, um, but... Um, just love her her attitude to racing. She had a couple of starts there now, and both times, you know, ears pricked and, and and running for fun. They're always the best horses, and um, she yeah, she's a she's a lovely big strong filly out of a Group One winning Mossman mare. So she's got plenty going for her, and uh, yeah, a really bright future, I'm sure. Um, today, Joe, you start off in race three with uh, two interesting runners. It's a, a good race for you, but uh, back up fit horse in Rubenocchi. Yep, yeah, honest. You know, what you see is what you get with her. Um, probably a bit of pressure coming there from uh, her outside coalescent. Um, but, yeah, hopefully she can get control or at least be uh, a, a, a race that isn't run too frantically and, and that'll give her her best opportunity. And uh, Philly, I'm quite like you. I know she probably needs the pattern her way, but party for one, those two soft trials, and it's a winnable race for her. Yeah, the you know, trials are always a good indication of how horses will come back, and her trials have been fantastic. You know, and we haven't done much with it, so you know you can you can't get carried away. The only query I'd have on her today is she's um, she's a, um, been a filly, well, she's a mare now, but been a horse in the past. That just, her first run is 
she just sort of needs it. So, um, mm-hmm. but um, I think eleven hundred on a wet track was about spot on for her. And you know, those stakes placements and last operations that have now seen her in pretty good stead for a race like today. She'll present a bit rough in the coach. She's still a bit woolly, but she's a, she's a very talented uh, mare, and um, wouldn't be surprised at all to see her. You know. Uh, start a preparation off with a bang today. Eduardo, it's, uh, I think it's obvious he's had a beautiful grounding and ready to go. Yeah, really happy with him. So, um, he's been, you know, uh, such a consistent performer over the last couple of seasons, and there haven't been many races that have put him in that look like they've been maybe gifted as a bit stronger term, but, you know, we're normally against nature strip, so there's a bit more focus on him this week. And, um, and I'm, I'm really happy with him. The horse looks fantastic. He, he will present well in the yard, uh, big and strong, and um, I expect him to take a, a power beating. Uh, it be lovely to see another good run from um, Stockman today. Yeah, yeah, look, he's got something to build on, and, um, you yeah, know, he started that the preparation really, really well with that run the other day. Um, play face is a little bit different. doesn't look to be a lot of speed there, but that can sometimes change when that looks that way on paper. Um, but he's, again, you know, an honest, reliable horse who sort of doesn't know how to run a bad race and, and certainly any rain that falls between now and, and race time will advantage him. And a couple in the last cup, Fever, a start-off race for him and, boy, he gets in light today, Opacity. Yeah, yeah, very much a start-off race for, for a cup, Fever. Um, Opacity's a bit different. He, he'll, be, he'll be hoping or will be hoping with him that there's the, the, the a real run-on track. Um, because he's not a horse I think you can force forward in the run, even with a light weight. I, I still would like to see him ridden a bit conservatively. Um, but if it's a, it is a run-on track today, he loves, loves the wet. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the big thing is, is that big weight drop. You know, he's been running around with 60 on his back. And it does look like he's not an overly big horse. Maybe they've anchored him a little bit. Um, but I, I think he's a real knockout chance in that race today. Snippy Fox at Doombin in race eight? Yes. She's, she's um, sort of fallen in our lap this race. I had her in the main league, so the backup plan I put her in a Zoom, but it's pretty soft for a listed race. Um, mm. Loves the wet. There's a bit of rain around up there, and I'll, I'll think she's a great chance. And one at Hawkesbury, Kira Cadiz. It looks a chance in race four. Yes, yeah, definitely. She's been running on well in the races, sort of crying out for you know something beyond a mile. Instead of the last two starts at a mile, she'll be, she'll be very hard to beat. Really. Um, little private eye update, Joe. Uh, some of these other horses coming through. Yep, really happy with him. So he's going to trial uh, work Farm here on next Friday, again on the twenty third, and resume in the premier. Okay, very good. Thank you, Joe. Good luck today. Great. Thanks, Joe. Here he is, Joe Pryor. Luke Marlow is calling at Hawkesbury. I'll pass on his best bets. He likes race one, number three, Cote. Race one, number three. And his other one is race three, number 10, uh, Capacuri. Race three, number 10. In the yard at uh, Royal Ramwick. Racing news with Richard Callender. Tuesday morning on Racing HQ. Been a bit of a fair bit of money around here today for number three Dick Whittington, who's drawn Barrier One, William Pike in the saddle, into eight dollars and fifty cents. Our Bambino at twenty-three, Barbara at nine fifty, Scorch Land a last up winner in this grade, four forty in favourite. Barchio del Mist eleven, Bella Violet from the Wide Trap is eight dollars. Good never hope he. Bit of a drifter was five dollars this morning, has eased out to six fifty. Mike Rayner at six fifty uh, was seven dollars a short time ago, so back into six fifty. Dream Maiden thirty one. We've got Briner at fifteen on the drift, and Essential Sky out to twenty three. So number six Scorchland is the favourite at four forty. 650 about Navajo, Navajo Peak. Interesting move for Dick Whittington. He trial quite well at Hawkesbury. 
um, on the 22nd of August and was run down late by Cadre du Noir, who runs in the distance race today. So that's the story here at Ramex. It's a midway over 1,800 metres and it's due in six from now. Righto, they're moving up now for race one at Morfordville. Let's take a track side to Tim Edwards. It's 2.15 for Miss Gobkane. Assassin. He's the horse that um, you feel the distance is no concern for him. Even though that he raced on Wednesday, he's he's tough. He ran in the Port Augusta Cup five starts ago. Miss Gobkane goes in. Hasta la Fiorente. About to load in next. Trained by Sue Murphy down at Narracourt. And we wait upon Classy Joe, whose um, last start performance at Warwick Nabil was, was very nice. And Dixie Whistler to complete the line. So they're all in. First of ten. Bumper card here at Morfordville. Strap yourself in. Ten races ahead. Racing. Hasta la Fiorente walked out. Missed it by two. And Dixie Whistler began the fastest. Classy Joe and also Silent Command underneath early. And they're just hacking towards the judge. Fourth placing is Hu Zhu. Then came Smiling Assassin. So he gets over into a handy position around the outside of Hasta la Fiorente. And Miss Gobkane is going to follow the second favourite, Smiling Assassin. So into the back they work. And Dixie Whistler's out on top and takes him into the back straight at a very dawdling speed. Led by about a half a length here to Classy Joe and Huzu just trails the speed third. There's no tempo to report. Silent Command, meanwhile, gets into a lovely trailing spot. It's fourth, one out, one back. Hastala Fiorente, after that sluggish beginning, has rallied through to be about fifth the rail. A length and a half to Smiling Assassin, just minding his own business. And two back to Miss Gobkane, who is trailing the entire field. She is the favourite, and she spots the leader about six lengths down the back. So Dixie Whistler, they're getting uh, away with pretty cheap sectionals here in the lead on Dixie Whistler, and it takes them down the back by a length. Classy Joe parked in the breeze, and who's who trailing the leader? Still no changes. Back on the inside, Silent Command in fourth from Hasta La Fiorente. Then Smiling Assassin creeping closer and two lengths away back at the rear is Miss Gobkane still six lengths from first to last no real changes, Dixie Whistler still controlling, Classy Joe's a length away second, now we're about to get some action, thank goodness Silent Command is moving into it three deep now quickly, back to fourth who's zoo, fifth Hastalia Ferente two back then to Smiling Assassin Miss Gobkane last, rider not panicking yet, so they lift the tempo marginally, Dixie Whistler led Silent Command's the new horse outside the leader. That was the only change we've had as they run past the 800 metre mark. Huzu third inside of, on the outside of it, Classy Joe. Hastala Fiorente now gets going. Two to Smiling Assassin, two to Miss Gobkane. Still six to seven off the leader. Now we're starting to run for the money. 600 to go. Dixie Whistler narrowly. Second the outside, Silent Command. Hastala Fiorente searching at them three deep. 430 to go. Here come the back markers. Smiling Assassin two lengths away and Miss Gobkane, she'll be the wider but you feel she's got something in the locker. Turning the bend. Hastala Fiorente strikes the lead. 250 to go. Here's Smiling Assassin and Miss Gobkane unleashing a run down the middle. Miss Gobkane, Smiling Assassin, go to Hastala Fiorente. 150 to go. It's Smiling Assassin. Hastala Fiorente's gone. Miss Gobkane going after the leader. Miss Gobkane, Smiling Assassin. They're having a sterling fight. Smiling Assassin, he loves the stoush and he wins. Smiling Assassin from Miss Gobkane. Silent Command, third. Fourth, Dixie Whistler. Fifth, Hastala Fiorente. Then Classy Joe. Then Who Zoo. 
But the toughest of them all wins, Smiling Assassin on the quick... Four, Smiling Assassin came the crowd for four ten two dollars Three, Miss Cobb came one fifty no third two. Silent Command, four, three, two and five. We'll grab four, Dixie Whistler back to uh, Greg Radley on the team at Ramwick. Bike Raider hoping for a win. Twelve seconds is too many, John. It is. Jeez, Greg, it is too many, but <laughs> what do you do, you know? Keeps bringing home a check, though. He does. No, he tries hard. He just just lacks, lacks something at the end of the race. We've, we've, um, we've put blinkers on today just to try something different, that's all. Did he work in those? He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he worked nicely, yeah. Okay, so you've but, noticed a bit of a, hopefully, you might find that extra half or length that you need. Oh, I'm praying for it. That's about hope, hoping more than anything else, really. He'll be up there. He'll, he'll might take some running down today on this track. Well, I hope so, yeah. I think the advantage is that he's only got 52 and a half and he's had a lot stronger race... Uh, a um, lot more weight in, in other races, and so getting down 52 and a half gives him a, a good advantage, I think. Now, he's named after Mike Rona, who'll be watching in from Los Angeles, the Australian race caller who calls at Los Alamitas, but the horse's biggest fan is Mike's mum, Carol, who's watching from Brisbane right now. What do you want to say to him? Yeah, good luck, Carol. Jeez. <laughs> uh, this is, this is a, in memory of a, mon- a wonderful night a long time ago. <laughs> That's right, which we're just getting over. Good luck. Cheers, mate. Bye. OK, Chantel, what is your pick of the yard? A bubba is on top for me. I just thought she presented in really good order. She's fit now. Her coat was in really good order. She's a lovely relaxed mare. She never seems to get above herself. So she's on top. Mike Rona, I thought he looked really well, considering he's had a lot of racing years due for a win. And Bill of Violet was another one that caught my eye. I am 865 and one. Little reservations where she's drawn now. I was sort of hoping it might be just down the middle charging. There's no evidence to say that it mightn't be once they chop this track up, but there is a lot of fill on this track. And and she, I wouldn't think she'd be too positive from that outside draw. And, and she'd be, I'm just hoping for just a Bowman special here to tell you the truth. Uh, of the dangers, Scorch Land, nothing wrong with him, only that has to bring it from a soft five to a heavy eight, nine. Five, Bubba, he's the big improver on the wet. And 11, Mike Croner, up on the speed, gets a few ticks, no weight on his back after the claim. The one I'd really, I would have put on top on looks, but other than him having no wet track form, is Dick Whittington. He uh, looked amazing in the yard, and well, he's not the one to run him if he doesn't think they'll handle it, Matthew Smith. Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. So, Morford Villa was 4325. Dixie Whistler, 4325. Here's Darren for the call of breaks to Randwick. Second at Randwick. Essential Sky goes forward along with Navajo Peak. And Bella Violet is going to contend with the outside drawer as the last to move forward. So, a heavy nine they're going now at uh, Randwick. Heavy nine. And the sun's shining here for the running of the second. We're ready now. Off and racing, Dick Whittington trying to use barrier one, jumped out of the gates quite well, scorched land there with Navajo Peak. Bubba going forward, Mike Croner's going forward, and it's a good go for the lead. Mike Croner's going on with the job here and pokes the head in front from Navajo Peak. Dick Whittington will land on the back of the speed on the inside of Bubba, and scorched land will settle fifth. The Bella Violet's three wide and working forward at the 1400 metres in advance of Briner and Dream Maiden. A gap back to our Bambi. Bino, Baccio, Del Mist and Descensual Sky is going to settle down last. 1,200 metres to run Mike Rona, the front runner. By a length and a half now to Bubba going to second in front of Navajo Pete. Two further back to Dick Whittington. He's been very well back to win this at good odds. A length further back to Scorch Land, then Briner from Dream Maiden. And no luck in the run for Bella Violet, who's out three and four wide at this point. Then our Bambino probing through on the rails from Baccio, Del Mist and Descensual Sky. The two greys are the last 
pair. They've got 800 metres to run. Mike Croner in front by three quarters to Bubba. A length further back then to Navajo Peak travelling well. A half the outside to Dick Whittington. A gap of two and a half then to Briner from Scorchland. Further back then to Bella Violet in a wide position from Dream Mate and our Bambino Essential Sky. And Baccio Del Mesta still the last one pulling deeper out. Mike Croner in front travelling around the corner. Mike Croner here by a length. In second position, Barbara Dick Whittington pulls out. Then came Navajo Peak and they're four lengths clear from Scorchland. Up the rise and Dick Whittington makes the move. Went up to join Bubba in the lead. Navajo Peak. Mike Rayner looks to have run his race. Navajo Peak's got gas in the tank. Navajo Peak in front by a length or so. Mike Rayner's fighting back on the rails. Fighting back well and they're broken clear here. But it's Navajo Peak in front from Mike Rayner and Navajo Peak. Another on-pace race here. Beat Mike Rayner. Third. No, I'm not sure there. Bubba was getting very, very tight and essential sky thundered home camera for third. Then came Briner further back to Baccio Del Mist. Dick Whittington stopped. Further back then to Dream Maiden. Scorchland didn't pick up at all. And a big gap back to our Bambino. And at least Bella Violet will sleep well on the float trip home. Nine Navajo Peak K-Mac paid eight dollars and two sixty. Eleven by Krona two fifty, and third might be fine. Bubba two sixty. Strong performance there, and well positioned by Kieran McAvoy, trained by David Payne, and. Uh, given a positive ride early to be in the right spot there. Mike Rona's battle on really well in second spot with the blinkers on today. Reese Jones in the saddle for John Steinmetz. I'm not sure about third. It's a photo finish there between Bubba and the fast finishing Essential Sky. But those on pace there dominating uh, the second, as was the case in the, in the opening race today, the highway. Third, Essential Sky has got up, has it, number 15? Yep, the inside there, Essential Sky has just run the third. Numbers 9, 11, 15 and 5. 9, 11, 15 and 5. So, boy, the two on the fence on speed are completely dominated there. Dick Winnington straight up with a lot of purpose. Hasn't run in the top five at the end, Dick. Uh, time there is 156.49, 38.58, the last uh, 600 metres. Then we had a last start winner in Scorch Langer nice trail into it. it. It couldn't pick its legs up. Um, so we haven't had a, a heap of rain under the circumstances, but a lot of those horses just did not handle it at all. Winning margin was two lengths, standing by on the margin back to third after the second here at Roundwick. Now here at Tate's, Nine Navajo Peak paid eight dollars and two sixty. Eleven by Crona two fifty. Fifteen Essential Sky five thirty and five Bubba fourth. Late scratching ten. The sub was six. Quinella paid twenty dollars and sixty cents. Exact of 46.60, trifecta 989.70. There's four, $4,918.20 and the 8.9 running double, $16.80. Two by two and a half were the margins on race two. Now, the third round, we do a 10 to one, is over 1,100 metres. Very open at this point. Jaolay and Rubinocchi are the equal favourites at $5.00. So next up will be Noomban race two, doing three, steady ready as the dollar 33 favourite. Heads up punters, the Sticky and Smoky crew are at it again, but this time it's all about the supercars big one. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the chance to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 with full weekend hospitality packages, grid walk, track lap and accommodation included. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register. 
register your details. And make sure you keep an eye out for Sticky and Smoky in your local IGA. Supercars never tasted so good. Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. For all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. The days are getting longer. The nights are getting warmer. Spring racing has arrived. This year, Queensland takes centre stage for six thrilling weeks of spring racing action. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open to New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. It was 2008, and no wire, no song, wins the Sydney Cup with a big finish down the Randwick Strait. But still, not a finish to compare with a finish on the palate from a glass of Windy Peak Sauvignon Blanc. Feel refreshed with a Windy Peak wine by De Bortoli. So let's get to David Fowler now for race number two, Doomba. It's $1.40 steady ready, 5.50 flaming conquest. What, they're at longer odds? Kobe Lane's gone from 7.50 out to 11. Yankee River at 41, Eurydice is at $81. So that's the betting, it's one-way traffic, it's all with the favourite Steady Ready who resumes today. He's moved up, drawn the rails gate, Ryan Maloney rides him, he ran the first favourite and win a lammer. They come at the first race in 142.6 for the 1630 metres, home in 37.22, track a soft seven. This will give us a better indication of the track, though, because this will be a, a genuinely run 1,050 dash with the likes of Steady Ready and Flaming Conquest, both are jump-and-run horses. So the start will be interesting. Who actually leads first? Now, Yankee River will be the last one to come up and will be set to go for race two. Favourite beat the Beasley in the first as an odds-on elect. Let's see if the odds-on he can win here, Steady Ready. Yankee River goes in. The light is right. Light is on. Race two at Dooman, favourite drawn the fence. They're set. No jumpers yet. Off now. 
steady ready, might have missed it by half a length. Kobe Lad actually beat him out and Flaming Conquest came out fast. He's gathering speed on steady ready now, but Flaming Conquest has the lead but can't cross steady ready. Might push on though, does. Inside the first 200 metres, Flaming Conquest sweeps to a two length lead. Maloney happy to trail on steady ready, but he immediately came off the fence and he sits outside of the second favourite now. They're at the 600. Kobe Lad third, Eurydice in fourth and a bit deep. Then Clairview Molly, Sailor's Secret and Yankee River. Travelling up to the turn with just over 400 left to run. Flaming Conquest has got the lead by Nectar Steady Ready. They're the big guns of the betting and they corner in the lead. From in third, Kobe Lad, Clairview Molly up to fourth of the fence, Sailor's Secret. Forget the other pair. Flaming Conquest in front. Steady Ready just being flicked at by Maloney as Flaming Conquest is in for the fight. She's in for the final right now. He's really going to get busy on Steady Ready. Flaming Conquest still the leader. Steady Ready can't get it. Can't get it. Can't get it. And Flaming Conquest beats Steady Ready. Had its chance. Third, Clearview Molly. Fourth, Sailor's Secret. Kobe Ladd, Yankee River and Eurydice in 62 and 67. So three Flaming Conquest, 54190. Georgina Cartwright uh, on Steady Ready, 120. And no third for Clearview Molly. There's correct weight at Ramwick, 9-11-15-5. And correct weight is also there. Morfordville on 4325. The first at Mooney Valley on Fee and Stakes Day as you in four minutes. Let's welcome in Dean Lester. Mooney Valley Race 1, it is a three-year-old handicap over 1,500 metres. My number's 251 and 3. I'm going with the Sydney visitor number 2, Major Beale, from the Waterhouse Bot Yard. It was a good win two starts back at Wyong and last start at Rose Hill. Came off the bit early, but, gee, toughed it out really well. I think 1,500 metres on pace, Damien Oliver to ride. I'm going with him to beat number five, and that is Red Sun Sensation. This was a very good win at Geelong. It was restrained back from a wide draw in the small field, cut through the field and then reeled off some of the best late sectionals of the day in winning at Geelong. I think the extra distance or suit and from this draw might race a lot closer to the speed. Number one, and that is Castilian. He's a cold I've got a bit of time for. He's deep into this preparation now with Patrick Payne. So now the three runs for Patrick for a win and two placings. He'll run well again. And number three, big story. He won on the synthetic track at Ballarat a couple of weeks back. Hard to know how that's going to translate, but he looked to have a bit more up his sleeve in that win. He was very green and very raw. Damien Lane keeps a ride, which is a plus. Quite a competitive race to start the program, but I'm with Major Beal. My number's 25. One and three. So two, five, one, three there from Dino. Major Beal at three dollars ninety is the favourite uh, for Mooney Valley. Elegant Divas at four forty. Red Sun Sensation and Castilian are both at $4.60. Mooney Valley is due to jump in three. Hi, this is Dean Ritchie. Join me on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend with Ray Thomas. We have expert comments. That is as good as it gets in what has been a tremendous season for the club. New South Wales have got a real problem here. They can't have it become a white elephant. I consider that an unlosable game, but they lost it. Their fitness has to be a big question mark. He's done a fantastic job with that football side. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Very, very informative show this morning. Sunday mornings from 7 till 10 on Sky Sports Radio. Today's racing brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. 
Okay, so we've got uh, Hawkesbury not too far away. They're first on a soft seven with Luke Marlow due to jump in just over six minutes. The late scratching is three Cote. One London is 440. Two Kingstar, 380. Four the seven Seas at 260. Six Shula, 17. Seven Varia, $6. And nine Romius, 11. So that Cote was one of Marlow's best at the card. It's not anymore. It's a late scratching. So Luke's... Best bet now is race three, number 10, Carpet Kiri, which is uh, 240 with the tab fixed odds. Doombin, three flaming conquest was 541.90, one steady ready, 120, no third for four, Clearview Molly and two fourth sailor's secret. Quinella paid 280, exact a 920, trifecta 43.10, first four, 124.80, two three double, $12.10. Remember the Australian Cup 1997, octagonal, last on the home turn, a line of four to the post, Oki wins, a big finish, just like the finish you get from a glass of Windy Peak wine. Try Windy Peak Chardonnay by De Bortoli. So as we head to Matty Hill now for the first race at Morfittville, our favourite is 440 Attractable. It's to sort out the first. Tactics are going to be interesting. Where the favourite uh, is Major Beale, who ran well in Sydney last start. Does that translate uh, here? Many believe it will. It's had the two starts on soft for a win and a minor placing. Money coming for Red Sun Sensation, who... Kept the line really hard at the end of 1,200 metres at Geelong in winning there. Savage the line. Extra ground's going to help. And it's been backed 460 into 420 on official price and 470 on the tote. And now Red Sensation is now $4. So almost favourite. Challenging major bill for favouritism with bookmakers. And then out to Elegant Diva. So the first of nine here on Cox Plate Qualifier Day. And they're moving in. Getting set. Disturbia is the first one forward for Ethan Brown. Disturbia going in. Big Story is about to load in the OTI Silks. Challenging for favouritism here. Red Sun Sensation into $4 with bookmakers. Major Beal holding the call at the moment at $3.90. Now Big Story goes in. Red Sun Sensation is moving forward. Luke Nolan.